back at it again. Our intrepid adventurers, Key, Cax, Thrym, and Nyx, find themselves in a basement tunnel, looking to put an end to the doings of the Whitecap gang that have been plaguing Cax since his arrival in Neverwinter so long ago. Local sources of information derived from Proprietor Jeriton have concluded the Whitecap gang have been responsible for the distribution of the wanted posters with Cax's visage, asking for him and some mysterious cube in his possession. After some reconnaissance of the Rusty Cup Tavern, the group along with support from the shadows in the form of Vizniel Bonra and his gang of draw mercenaries, I think I pronounced that inappropriately, but that's okay, uh, walked straight in and began a deadly brawl. A few of the Whitecap gang members, being bloodied and in danger of death, fled the tavern, only to be ambushed outside by unseen allies of our group. Delving down a basement tunnel of dirt and mushrooms, a vicious standoff of arrows, spells, and melee attacks left most of the gang in pieces on the ground. Venturing deeper, they find a finished portion of a tunnel further down, discovering a massive white wolf devouring the innards of one of the retreating gnome gang members. A voice could be heard behind where the supernatural beast is chained up. This mountain of a wolf, frost crystals heaving from its mouth as it devours its prey, paid no attention to anything besides its current meal, which looked like it would finish within a few moments. And we can pick up right there. So just as a uh, primer to the uh, creature in front of you, this this wolf is taking up most of the bottleneck portion of this hallway. Uh, stands probably close to Thrym's shoulders in height. This is... You guys had no idea wolves could get this large. It does look on the emaciated side. It does seem to have like bulging corded muscles along its body, but its midsection seems to be kind of curved in a lot more than you would think for such a massive creature. And judging by the voracious rate, it is slurping up uh, gnomish in innards. Uh, you get the impression this thing is probably not eaten in a while. Um, as it's doing this, you guys are noticing these plumes of uh, at first glance almost like a very quick smoke but as you're kind of glaring down you're realizing it's it's like on a nice brisk morning like these like puffs of frost are coming from its breath um, a little while before some chatter behind it caused it to seize up a bit and then continue in on its meal um, it is, uh, at this point, uh, slurping up the intestines like spaghetti um, as you guys are kind of n almost not believing of the, the strange creature in front of you. Let me swap over to some, some dungeon music. So what do? Good question. It's been a month. It has. <laughs> I feel like we're all going to be very rusty on voices and uh, thought pathways tonight. 
No, we've all just been standing in this hallway for a month doing nothing. <laughs> and it has taken a month for this wolf to eat these gnomes. <laughs> it's a very slow slurp. Hey, Nyx, did we have to stand here the whole time? We could have walked away by now. I don't know. I was pretty comfy. Yeah, I, I was like eating those banners back there. Could have could have laid down at any point in the last month we've been here. This wolf is just completely focused on eating the gnomes. Mr. DM. He is. The wolf is almost yes. entirely focused on eating the gnomes. Oh, 100%. It's... it's... It seems like there is some sort of awareness because when you heard the voices, uh, it it seized up, you know, as if a, a dog is almost getting caught eating something and then continues to do it. Um, so so you you with you with your with your perception, you probably get the impression it is aware of its surroundings, but the number one priority is to like get some food in its system. We can all tell that. Uh, yeah, you all would be kind of staring at. It. I, I, w I would say it's it's very obvious the the chain uh, wrapped around its 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 neck is completely taut uh, from around the corner, which you're not really able to see from this angle. Um, it's kind of straining against it to like reach into like the belly of the current uh, dwar uh, gnome it's eating. Um, but yeah, no, you, you get the impression it, it is aware of shit going on around it, but it's, it's got to get some of uh, that delicious gnome fat grease in its belly. I'm going to look back at the group and say, I, I think it's more hungry than hostile. So if we just kind of stay calm and keep it calm, it'll let us go. Do you guys have any idea on keeping it calm offhand uh, I, I I do have one solution uh, when things die they seem pretty calm that thing's the fucking size of Thrym we really want to try to be like nice puppy and not and just walk past it are you insane taking up most of this hallway. Oh, here, have some cax bait. No. <laughs> Not today. Not tomorrow. Not a month from now. Maybe we could find a way to push it back. I don't want to go with the cax bait idea, but <laughs> that sounds more promising. DM, how far into its no meal has the wolf gotten? Um, so it currently has uh, two uh, delicious uh, packaged gnomes with with the meat so conveniently wrapped inside of a nice leather casing. Um, it is it is pretty much its snout is completely buried into the one on uh, closest to the wall on the left, which is why it's straining so hard. Um, and its its muzzle is almost like buried deep inside to the point where you would get the impression it's almost gotten pretty much all of the nice juicy fillings on the inside of its belly. Um, it does, however, have a uh, innocent little uh, uncured gnome 
on the right-hand side. It hasn't touched yet. So it's about halfway through its meal. Y- yes. That was a very graphic way of saying it's halfway through its <laughs> meal. <laughs> These beautiful free-range gnomes. Are they free range or are they open pasture? Both. Oh, these these guys, yeah, they they definitely open pasture for sure. All right, they've got run of the city. They 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 roam where they please. Wouldn't that make them free range? And right, now we're getting crazy with this chicken, chicken uh, metaphor. <laughs> Now I've got to look up the difference between free range and open pasture. Yeah, right. <laughs> free range means they have an enclosed space of a certain size that they are allowed to freely walk about. Open pasture means that there is no enclosure whatsoever. White cat gnomes. Guaranteed no preservatives. <laughs> no antibiotics <laughs> ever. <laughs> Non-GMO. Yep. <laughs> Clearly, by their height, there's no GMO in there. For 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 our editing records, uh, so, somewhere in here might be a good uh, good uh, name for the episode here. <laughs> what the fuck about chickens? Jesus, <laughs> GMO-free white caps. I like that. <laughs> Except red caps, because that's a D and D thing too. Um, as you guys are uh, examining the the grisly site before you, you now are starting to hear like a little bit of like hollow crunching, and you can see the corpse closest to the wall on the left is like the body starting to get kind of shrugged around, as it definitely try it seems to be trying to get in where like uh, the bones are and trying to get some of the tendons and all the disgustingness inside of there. Um. Okay, uh, so you guys are there. Uh, Cax, you're still kind of far behind assessing the situation? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, Keith Rim and Nyx, I'll have your roll perception checks as you're uh, kind of just staring down this hallway at this puzzling situation. Natural 20 for a 24. Ooh, baby. Nine. Brent's just trying to stay quiet and hide. And key? Five. Five. Uh, every, all three of you are noticing there seems to be a vibration in the chain. Uh, Nyx, however, you're seeing you're seeing more of this vibration, partially because of your angle. You're able to see the over the barrels um, in more of a direct line sight to the chain that's kind of going across the room there. Um, it seems to have like a rhythm to it, and you do uh, hear a little bit of a scraping sound not coming from the uh, wolf. Guys, I think they're actively trying to cut through the chain. We have to deal with the wolf now before it comes after live prey. And just for for volume's sake, how are, are you saying that quietly, or are you just openly chatting? I am saying that at a volume that I would know can only be heard within 15 feet of me. Okay, perfect. <laughs> that is that is the most specific level of volume I've ever heard in my life. 
at the next available opportunity, Cax is going to draw two arrows of the forge and fire them at the wolf. As soon as he heard the wolf's being cut free, he's firing two arrows. Sure, okay. okay. Uh, so as Nix is saying that, and he gets to the end of that conversation, Thurb and Nix, you're both looking at each other, and then right by you, you just see, thoom, thoom, fly right by you. And uh, roll for attack, my small kobold friend. Um, 12 and 22. 12 and 22. The 12 misses, 22 hits. Uh, <laughs> we're off to a good start today, boys. Holy shit. No dice. Um, fuck me. Seven piercing and two force. Nine damage. Nine damage. And it rolled nearly minimum damage. Uh, I didn't warm up my dice before stream or before podcast. Fuck, I'm in stream mentality still. I'm sorry. You bastard. Okay. Where's that little button that I can uh, take it out of the screen? Oh, it naturally is already in that. Never mind. I'm just going crazy. Um. Okay. So the the first arrow goes just a little wide. Um, and the, the first arrow, um, kind of nicks on, on its back, um, looking at it, and I, and I, I must have been fucky with the details on it. It does almost have, seem to have, like, a porcupine-like ridge behind its back of, like, these jagged ice crystals. One of the arrows just kind of hits it, and then ricochets off it, causing the, the spine in question to kind of splinter and clatter on the ground. You, at that moment before your next arrow hits, uh, Keith Rim and Nyx hear a very loud gasp from down the hallway as the second arrow uh, pierces into, like, right above that tuft uh, as its head is kind of buried down in. And you just hear the sharp intake of breath as the wolf, like, sticks its head up and stares down the hallway. And its reaction will be apparent as soon as we roll initiative. This is where Cax shines. It's about time. Holy fuck. Alright, do we want Oops. a camera? Because that's my second natural 20. You still, you still don't beat me. Oh, you deleted it right after I entered it. <laughs> All right. Ah, you fuck. I rolled a 13 and got a 21. Oh, baby. What's your deck score, Cax? Is probably pretty high, right? Uh, my deck score is a 16. Okay. Because the fucking the wolf rolled a natural 20 as well, but it only has a plus one. So I'm just going to give it a 20 for its initiative to keep it accurate to your order. All right, Thrym, what'd you get for initiative? 19. 19. Uh, Key? 15. Nyx? 23. And Cax? 21. Woo! Fuck, do I roll a 19 and go fourth? <laughs> I know, those are crazy high initiative <laughs> rolls. I love it. Like, You're playing with Cax. He finally gets a decent initiative and is still going last. 
So, uh, Nyx, right at the stop, right at the top of the round, you, uh, don't notice anything too hostile with this yet. It had just sharply risen up and is looking down the hallway, just searching at this moment as combat begins. Okay. Uh, we never went over this. What is the range on my, uh, fox gifted stick? Uh... We didn't touch a, on a range. That yeah, you're absolutely right. That would I, I would assume it, it's essentially kind of an analog of uh, what is it called? Uh, Druidcraft. So you're not supposed to tell me that because now I'm not going to use it. Well, not it's sort of an analog of it. Uh, Thirty feet. Thirty feet. I'm too far away anyway, and I don't want to get too close to this bitch. All right. He just wants so, to lick, yeah. I'm sure he does, and I don't want to be licked. <laughs> oh, I'm going to step forward five feet behind these barrels. How tall are the barrels? The like, barrels themselves are maybe only like your... They're large barrels. There's two on the sides and one standing up in the front a little bit further down. But they're they're maybe up to your um, like mid-chest. So I get like half cover from standing behind them? Yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say half cover from standing. Cool. Uh, I'm going to throw a firebolt at the wolf. Ooh, baby. For a shit, I forgot. Been a month. Uh, right. Dirty twenty. <laughs> dirty twenty to hit. Dirty twenty hits. All right. Now let me look up the spell because I never freaking use it. D tens. For eight points of fire damage. Okay. And I'm going to end my turn having done that. Sure. Cax, uh, <laughs> you're up. I'm moving into the section of hallway that actually has a map. Ah, good, good call. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up? Welcome back from the void. Say hi to Osha on your way through. <laughs> Osha. Oh, dear God, I, I accidentally double-clicked my character and it pulled up the fucking settings. Oh, it's been a minute. <clears throat> it's been literally a week. Oh man, I got everything falling apart. I got one of my highest initiatives ever with a 15, and I'm still last. That's Dang. exactly what John was saying. It was like you're actually double digits for once, and you're still last. All right, Dang. firing two regular arrows. What the uh, fuck is that sphere? <laughs> does a 22 hit? A 22 hits. Okay. Um. I'm just going to verify. A 26 does hit then, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I just wanted, again, just wanted to make sure. You know, maybe he's got an adaptive AC. Ooh, fucking hell. That's going to hit like a truck. Uh, that is 18 points of piercing. Yes, sir. From two regular arrows. Good baby. Cool. And I'm going to duck behind Nyx, who's ducking behind the barrels. Do I get three-quarter covers by using Nyx's cover? Uh... I'd say, I'd say for the sake of certain things, yes. Ooh. We hiding. We hiding under his cloak. Hell yeah. Alright. Uh, getting beat up a little bit by some frontal assaults. Fun things with this dude here. Um, 
you notice, especially with the... Not as much with the arrows, but as soon as your firebolt hit, it uh, it kind of caused like a, a little bit of a burst in its face um, as it looked up and it's kind of received an attack like that. Pax, as your arrows were flying into it, you actually notice you got the shoulders of it as it actually begins to turn. And it, it seems to be trying to uh, actively get away from you guys. Speed is actually rather good. And it is not out of range, but you almost see a little bit of like... Like wolf butt as like the tail is really low on it and it seems to be kind of like trying to get away from that source um and it doesn't seem to be you all of a sudden you, as it kind of goes into that corner um you start hearing like these like freak out like almost shouts and gasps uh coming from over there um and that will be uh my boy's turn Rim. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Look some things up real quick. Okay. So he's. I can still see the back of him, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so that. I am going to. I'm going to hit him with a firebolt as well. He's, he's within 120 feet, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to hit him with a firebolt. Sure. That is 30-20 to hit. That'll do. Oh, double twos. So that's going to be four total damage. Okay. And you then... hear, like, a, a yelp come from uh, the wolf. Uh, those barrels, would they be considered rough terrain or would Thrym just crush him as he walks? Uh, they... The, the, the graphic make him look kind of kind of shoddy, but these actually seem to be rather decently made barrels. Um, you would get the impression you'd be okay. Okay. But uh, for, from a rough terrain point of view, uh, for, not particularly. You, you'd, you'd be able to kind of just hop up and walk if you if you so okay. deemed it necessary. I'm going to do that. And go 30 feet to there. Okay. And... Uh, for my bonus action, I'm going to activate Thunder's Lightning. And that'll be my turn. Try to adjust the view for you so you can kind of see that. Cool. P. Um. So it got hit in the face with a firebolt. Mm hmm. And immediately ran away. And you That's said the, the one on the right, uh, the dwarf on the right, hasn't really been touched as far as eating it goes. No, not yet. Okay. You you guys knew from uh, the first 
gnome uh, running away up in the bar area, and uh, downstairs there were a few of them that ran away when they got injured, and it seems like they met their untimely demise right here. Okay. I want to pick up the one on the right, the one that hasn't really been eaten. Okay. I'm going to kind of hold it out, you know, far from my body, but yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So you're just kind of just holding it out like that? Yeah, and for my action, I guess I'll use a dash to get more movement. Sure. I'm just going to kind of walk slowly towards it, going, hey, buddy, hey, and I want to lay it out in front of him. Okay. And that'll be your turn? Yeah. Okay, for the sake of... uh... No surprises and everything. I just wanted to get your turn out of the way for that. As you kind of uh, go around that corner, you're able to see um, two guys, A, that rode horribly on initiative. So, yeah. Please let them have less initiative than me. Oh, yeah. I did it, guys. I'm not last. Hey. He's not going last. <laughs> Let's go, baby. I'll just go ahead and reveal the square. Boom. I've already won. So, you come around the corner holding the dead body. You are noticing two more Red Cap gang members. Um, white Cap. One, white Cap, thank you. It's my, my favorite song came up. It distracted me. Um, you're noticing the, the wolf kind of cowering uh, near a, a very bloody large me- member of, of the gang along with another one of the, the gnome archers is kind of cowering. He's the closest to the chain. Uh, that would be, I guess, we can just draw a little circle attached to the wall, like, right here. Um, and you get the impression, based off of all that stuff, that he was trying to, like, wedge out the chain to get him loose. Um, but the whole scenario with the firebolt and it panicking, uh, just really, it, 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 the wolf is, like, scrunched in the corner, like, trying to, like, take cover with them, is what you're seeing around the corner. Um, kind of an awkward situation for all parties involved here. And let me bring up, I never brought up their stat block. Give me one moment. Call him Gnome Archer. Um, he sees Yuki come around the corner, and with his uh, short bow, he's just gonna take a uh, a rushed pot shot at you, not expecting you guys to kind of take the offensive like that. That'll be a twenty-two to hit. God fucking damn it! You rolled an eighteen, <laughs> um, and that's. Uh, eight points of piercing damage. And it... Uh, you see him eyeballing a, uh, a ladder and hatch over to the side. You just see him kind of glance quickly over to it. Uh, but he, beside, he decides to kind of back up against the wall. As his thing. And he, he's just expecting to kind of try to uh, wear you out and have a big old, old wolfie attack you. And the big guy, uh, who does seem to be kind of damaged from um, 
something earlier. Um, you're, you're noticing there's a lot of blood all over him. Um, he gets angry having the wolf shoved up against him, trying to use him as cover. Uh, this dude does have a, a very large axe, and you just hear him say, Stupid fucking animal, we paid a lot for you! He takes the butt of the axe, and then goes to try to slam it up against the wolf's head. And he hits. And that's not the weapon, so I'm going to use the improvised weapon stat. Alright, so you hear another yelp uh, come from the wolf key as it does some damage to him. Um, roll, a, roll a perception check for me, key. Uh, 14. 14. Uh, you could have sworn you're hearing like this like low growl come from the wolf. And that'll be... He's kind of stuck in the corner with the wolf. Uh, Nyx, you are up. Okay. So... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25... 30 feet to here. And now I can see into this little corridor corner, right? Yes, yep. And I got a key right in front of me. Holding out dead no <laughs> i didn't see a key <clears throat> i don't know funny. what you're talking about you're funny the joke is it's also a noun as well as hilarious um shit why did osha come <laughs> it's because of that ladder it doesn't meet standards yeah it's not it's not attached to the ground properly so it could you know be a little bit of a collapse hazard where is the I like harness? That. I like oh, that a lot. I'm... Hmm. Seeing what I'm seeing. I'm going to cast Fairy Fire on our wonderful little group of enemies there. Sure. So I believe that is a dex save. I believe yes, so. That is a dex save. Okay, to the wolf, the gnome, and then... Uh, uh, anything higher than an eight save? Severely doubt. No. No, all three of them. All right, so all rolled yeah. single digits. They are now glowy blue and ready to be hit. Delicious. Now leave my turn at that. I swear I use different icons for shit every time. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right, Cax, you're up. I can move to here because I'm sure climbing over a barrel that's chest high for Nyx is going to be uh, difficult terrain for me. <laughs> Fairy fire grants advantage, right? Yes, it does. So I, w I would say, Cax, if you were to aim at the one you're looking at right now, uh, he would have three, qu three quarters cover because those boxes are kind of on the large side. Three quarters cover... Yeah, the gnome would have three quarters Advan cover. Um, I'd say the other other ones. Advantage plus plus nine. So effective advantage plus four. Hey, yeah, stop take counting cards. <laughs> I'm fucking taking the shot. I think you should. That'd be fucking. I'm taking I'd... the shot. We're going. We're going to scalp him with some forged arrows. <laughs> Jesus. Oh shit. All right, so, so just you're aware that is a plus five bonus to their AC. Okay. Um, 
This is a dirty 20. A dirty 20, and that boy... Uh, that will give him precisely 20 AC. Okay. Um, what about a, what about a natural 20? Would that hit? Um, I think we may need to stop the game and look at some rules, but okay. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, for obvious reasons, the sneak attack's gonna go on the crit. Absolutely. <laughs> so, here is... I... Just, we want those numbers to get even larger. <laughs> Here is the first arrow. Please just um, obliterate this gnome. Oh, there is six points, or excuse me, not six points, but uh, eight points of piercing and six points of force. Okay. So that's 14. 14. Somebody count. Uh, here comes the force for the sneak attack. 14. Uh, okay. Here, or excuse me, the force for the crit. There's seven points of force there. Okay. Here is the uh, piercing being 10 points of piercing. And then I I have to double check sneak attack because I think it's 1d6. It is 1d6, so 2d6. Uh, Seven points being sneak attack. All right. I feel like I just scalped. 38 total. 38. I feel feel like I just scalped the fucking gnome with two arrows. So, I, I would say you, you rush over, you see the cowering wolf, you look over, and I, I would imagine that the crates on here uh, are also kind of matching what they look like on our screen here. They're old and dilapidated, and somehow your, your p- point of view lines up with a few of the cracks in the holes. So you see movement right through, and you just fucking aim shit right through there. Uh, Nick's Nick's Thurman and Key, you just see the arrows kind of go in a weird direction. And you just hear as they fly by going into boxes, but then a split second later where you're almost looking at like them not sticking in those boxes near Key. Uh Key, you look over and the gnome just hunches over and collapses onto the ground. Nice. Fucking hate gnomes. <laughs> That'll end my turn. Excellent. <laughs> Beautiful, Cax. I love it. Okay, <laughs> fine. Fine. Chef's kiss. <laughs> All right. Glad to be back on the saddle, boys. It feels good. Feels good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> the At the top... Oh, no. It's not even the top of our round. We still have lots to go here. Um... At the top of the wolf's turn, uh, taking this very blunt hammer. All four of you are kind of seeing it. Thrym and Cax kind of have a little bit of obscured view of it. Um, But the wolf takes the hammer, blow right to the face, yelps back, and then begins to take a couple steps uh, backwards. Um, completely not paying attention to anything else, it begins to snarl. And you guys see its chest cavity begin to, like, increase. And then all of a sudden, it begins to belch out this immense ice blast that just completely covers him and the dead gnome. Everything in that cone in that area 
just becomes like a blizzard. And those motherfucker, actually that motherfucker, singular, uh, fails his dexterity saving throw. Mm. Get fucked. Get fucked, nerd. Four. <laughs> Uh, 32 cold damage. As the fog and the ice crystals pieces are splintering and shattering everywhere, and finally the 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 fog and, and the blizzard itself slows and then ceases to exist. When that clears, all you see is the frozen corpse of that man that had attacked the wolf. Gonna use that one now, because fuck. Uh, still not glowing anymore from the fairy fire, because I think that ends when they die. Now let's say it's still up so we get advantage on so, mutilating corpses. Okay, yeah, okay, I'm cool with oh. that. So it's a glowing uh, thugsicle. It's an ice lamp. <laughs> it's an ice lamp. No, um, I like Thugsicle. That's that's awesome. After after the attack, um, moving on to Thrym's turn, uh, this thing is panting very heavily at this point. All right. Oh, that's not what I needed. There we go. And 50, 25. I'm going to move 30 feet to here. Sure. I'm going to pick up the glowing thugsicle, I believe okay. it's called now. It is a thugsicle, yep. And I'm going to turn to the wolf and do the same thing that Q was doing with the other body. And okay. just be like, hey boy, I got a snack for you. And just kind of toss it like on the ground near his, near his face. Okay, and you're, you're saying it like that out loud, like trying to like... Yeah, very All right. calm. So in that case, I'm going to have you roll one of those very rare animal handling checks. Ooh, I'm a plus 34 with those. Oh, damn. Oh, holy crap. I'm a plus nothing, but I rolled a 19. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. So you, th you throw the corpse down? Yeah. Sure. All right. So you do notice uh, the, the wolf, uh, like, look over as you throw the body onto the ground. So you'd say, like, right about here his body went? Yeah, wherever the sure. wolf's face is. It's like, right underneath it. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, right there. All right. Uh, and that's, that's your go? Yeah. Okay. Key. I'm going to push the body of the not-eaten-yet dwarf up next to the corpse of the thugsicle. Okay. So, like, right here. And uh, then I'm going to step back a couple feet. I'm going to take out my scythe. And really thinking back and trying to remember the uh, melodies played by the harp player, the Graham Sultan thing, I'm going to try to mimic it with my scythe. Okay. Granted, I only have a few notes available with it, but I'm still going to try to create a soothing, slow melody for it. Sure, alright. So you're doing a performance check with that? I guess I am. 
Like how we're just finding all like the obscure we skills. Have what pictures? What's it? I went nuts. There it is. You, you, uh, all of you actually get a little bit of a nostalgic throwback. Maybe not so much for Cax, but to the to the warmth and calmness that was the Grand Sultan's chamber. Uh, you guys do recall the melody that is like eerily haunting uh, this hallway, echoing off the walls. Um, uh, you do notice, and that at that point too, the uh, the gruff and the the, the spines on the back. Uh, are kind of dipping lower at this point. Um, it's not looking at you. It is kind of pondering the uh, the frozen new frozen meal in front of it. Um, but it looks like you you have started a process of uh, calming this wolf. Why why not Cax? And I, I didn't think you really liked the uh, elemental plane of fire all that much. I don't oh, think I didn't. any of us did. Uh, yeah, you probably. Yeah, never mind. You guys probably fucking hate that song. <clears throat> yeah, it's a great conversation you're having, Ethan, but you're muted. <laughs> Still getting used to this headset. Uh, if you'd let me, I'd like to remove my helmet and smile at the wolf while I'm playing. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's your action. I would say that's that's appropriate. It, it's not looking in your general direction, but uh. For your sake, that could help. And that'll be my turn. Okay. Uh, let me eliminate their initiatives because they dead. And that brings us to the top of the round for Nyx. I watched this whole thing go down. Oh, right yes. Now, the wolf is not paying attention to the door. Uh, yeah, its butt is kind of facing the, uh, the okay. ladder and the hatch. I'm going to try to quietly walk behind it. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, right up to the latch and try to see if there's a lock on it. Sure. Um, Are, are you trying to do it without the, the wolf noticing? Yeah, I want to be. Sure. Like, I don't want to startle this thing. Okay, so, all right, so for, first I will do a, a stealth check, just a swiggity swoot. Let me find out my swiggity swooty stealth bonuses. <laughs> uh, uh, 16. 16, okay. And it does not seem to notice you at all. The the music and the the meals seem to be distracting it. Um, and you look up and this is this is a, a low light environment, but of course nothing to do with uh, any of you guys. You look up. And there, there just seems to be like one of those like latches where you have to like lift up and then slide like a deadbolt across. Uh, does not seem to be a lock on this side. Can I attempt to open it? Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, I'd say it's about uh, just about twelve feet up. So using the how much movement did you use there? Five. Ten, I used all my movement to get 30, up to the edge of it. Up to the edge. Um. Yeah, I'd say if, if that's what you're doing for your action, then kind of like what, what he did for using his dash, you can use your movement and just try to pop it open. Where is this hatch? Is it on the floor or is it above my head? It is above your head. Oh. There's a ladder that comes down. Okay, because we only see the hatch. Yes. All right, yeah. There's, there's gonna... no, there wasn't any sort of ladder hatch on 
on Incarnate for that. Yeah, then let's call it my action. I'm gonna, you know, start to go up the ladder and, and unlock it. So sure. So we can all try to leave. Okay. Is that as your goal? Sure. What did I do? As I hang onto a ladder. <laughs> uh, Cax. Cax is gonna move up, but he's not really gonna like do anything. He's just kind of watching what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't want to go for the ladder too quickly and be et, and he doesn't want to kill the dog and potentially get through him at. So he's just going to hold there for a minute. Sure. Just kind of assessing what the next thing will happen. Yeah, pretty much. Sure. All right. Where are my dice roller? There are my dice roller. Okay. Ah. Uh, between the gentle lullaby and the promise of a... A frozen to-go meal along with a nice fresh corpse along with it. The the wolf appears to now uh, droop its ears and kind of have a more, I don't want to say submissive look to it, but it's not, no longer looking hostile towards you, uh, Thrym. Um, and it just gingerly goes over puts its giant maw over the entire arm of the thugsicle and just you hear a crack as the whole thing just kind of just chink right off and it begins to like munch on the iced up arm of the thug and uh, Nyx uh, near you uh, kind of hitting the ladder on the bottom is a little gentle wagging of a tail. Thrym. Um, actually, at this at this point, there is no threat to you, gentlemen. Uh, you passed my uh, DCs for calming this thing down for now. And all it took was a net 20. All, all it took was a couple net 20s during combat, guys. I mean, you know, combat should always be this easy. True. Um, Thrym, one thing you are noticing is you go to lift up your foot to just kind of take a step forward, and you actually notice your left foot, Thrym, uh, seems to be kind of caught up in a, a sticky red substance that had begun to flow from the crate near you. Alrighty. I'm going to turn and Look into that crate. Okay. Uh, you look on the inside, and there is a rigid, stiff body on the inside of it. And it kind of crammed in there rather unceremoniously. Um, you're noticing two fresh wounds that are kind of oozing this kind of clotted up old blood um, and has begun leaking. Um and it's become apparent that when Cax shot the arrow through, it had pierced the body on its way through, causing the blood to flow once more. Okay. You, you look at the, the face, and your heart, like, freezes for a moment. 
you recognize the clothing of this drow on the inside. It is wearing the uniform of one of the houses of Menzo Berenzen. Okay. What house? Um, with how its body is wrapped up in there, you're not able to tell uh, quite yet from its like wedged in position, but you know that usually there's like a pin or something to identify what house they belong to. All right, I'll pull the body out. Sure. Um, as you do that, there is almost this, if if crunching could be happy, this this wolf is just starting to rip off limbs from the thugsicle. And as you pull this body out, the, the clothing is still, you know, the you know that the, the drow clothing is very malleable, yet tough. Um providing homage to Cax's shot to be able to just straight up pierce through this stuff. Um, and as you look over the front, uh, you notice multiple stab wounds in the chest area with uh, old, like, brown clotted blood that had had more exposure to the outside, um, kind of giving you the impression that this body has been dead for uh, quite a while. And right above, there's like a little bit of like a collar that kind of comes up on the top. And each house kind of has its own uniform, per se. And just as you see the kind of like collar that kind of rises up, you know, right as you see that, and also a signifying little signet that represents House Fengrel. Okay. I'm gonna get rid of my little boy there. Take the body. I'm gonna back up five feet. Just while I'm doing it, I'm just gonna be saying in a calm voice, "Who's a good boy?" Yes, you you eat that dead that dead thing. Next, now you're feeling thump 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 as the tail is just hitting that ladder aggressively. And I'm going to move over to here behind it. And I'm going to look up and go, next. And I'm going to hold up the body so he can look at it. And you notice immediately, without even seeing the signet, you recognize that uniform. It's a... I recognize the drow. Uh, You do not. not. Not saying that's abnormal. No, as it's one of the many. It's, it's one of the many. The the uniform, however, lets you know that it's it's a typical foot soldier. It's somebody who's uh skilled in melee combat, usually um either like a one-handed scimitar or like twin daggers kind of combat. Alright. I'm gonna get down from the ladder okay. while trying to dodge the giant dog's <laughs> tail. And, uh, i like to identify how this drow was killed. Sure. Um, Thrym, do you, do you point out the stab wounds to him, or do you just kind of let him do his thing? Uh, I'd let him do his thing. It's pretty obvious he was stabbed okay. multiple times. Yeah. Uh, Nyx, have a do it, uh, investigation on said drow body. Thirteen. Thirteen. 
uh, very easily right off the cuff as you look down from the collar. Uh, probably you count about half a dozen stab wounds that just go straight into the heart and lung area of the chest. It doesn't look like the wolf did this. Nope, not at all. It was, this was definitely a bladed weapon. Um, aggressively stabbed. You, you would get the impression it was probably uh, a dagger, judging by like the, the size of like the, the slits on the body and the tearing as it got pulled back out to stab again. Okay. Thrim, where did you get this body? It was in that crate back there. Okay. I'm going to calmly and quietly walk around the dog and I would like to spend a minute investigating the other two crates if I can. Sure. And you're talking about the northern crate there? Sure, whichever ones he didn't pull the body out of. Okay, so so you look into the first one that uh, had the, the body originally and you're, and you're taking steps to avoid the blood on the ground that had oh, yeah. very slowly oozed out from Cax's uh, kill shot. Um, and you notice inside, the only thing on the inside besides just this coagulated, like, turning brown blood on the bottom of this busted up crate, looks like the bottom survived the beatdowns. It's just the sides and the top have holes and uh, cracks from misuse and age. Is there seems to be a um, one of those little scroll tubes um, on the bottom. May I pick it up? You certainly can. And you notice the, the there's usually like a cork or a topper on it, and it's gone, and the tube is empty. Uh, but as you take a minute to look around, you kind of, you, you follow the wall, and you do notice a, uh, a group of uh, crumpled up pieces of paper on the ground. They, they were just like kind of like smashed up and chucked up against the wall, it seemed. Uh, it looks like after the blast from uh from the wolf uh it looks like one of them uh is is kind of avoided the blast itself the other two are kind of like like frosty balls at this point i'd still like to pick up all of them and see okay. what i can read sure um, you pick up the you pick up the the frosty ones first to kind of take a look at them and as you try to like open it uh, a lot of the the intense cold that had been blasted on them um, seemed to have dissipated very quickly, and a lot of the writing is like smudged out. Um, but the, the the one that did survive, you open that up very easily, and it is written in undercommon. And it reads, "Time runs short. Our matrons need the cube in order to stay stay Loth's wrath." Expand the search for the cube. Enlist the surface dwellers if it helps. Fuck. Alright. Can I turn to the dog? You certainly can. Hey boy. Are you hungry? Do you want to eat? Do you want more food? I'm trying to get him to like look at me. Okay. Um, he he ha has now a very gruesomely uh, ripped off the head and partial neck of the thugsicle. And as you're saying this, he's looking up at you, chomping on this ice, 
and bits of like flesh that are half frozen and some bits on the inside that survived are kind of just dripping out of its maw. And see, it seems to be uh, happy to receive praise right now. You want a little vengeance against your captors? Do you, do you want to, do you want to eat some more gnomes? And the, the tail. Mm-hmm. want to do something weird okay and maybe this will be the first time you actually let me do this but I'd like to cast polymorph on him okay and I do have a plan for this okay <laughs> so if he is not willing if he's willing he doesn't need to make a save and this just happens if he is not willing he needs to make a wisdom saving throw Polymorph is a ranged spell, correct? <clears throat> yeah, 60 feet. 60 feet, okay. I would say my roll in DC would be favorable if you touched him while you cast that. I'll, I'll walk up and touch the dog. Okay. I got no problem patting him on the head. All right. Maybe scratching him by, behind the frosty ears. Okay. All right, yeah, so with... with, with... Uh, you getting into his personal space, being friendly, and kind of giving him some scritches, uh, he will not resist. Okay, I'm going to polymorph him into a glowing blue alien snail. <laughs> okay. Uh, Glowbert. Glowbert, wolf.0. And I'm going to pick him up and gently place him on my shoulder. Okay. And we will get back to Globert Wolf.0 a little bit later. Sure. But for now, for the next hour at least, I have a small snail sitting on my shoulder. Okay. And I will assume, because the chains aren't part of his body, he is now released from his chains. He is indeed. They just clatter to the ground as, as Globert 2.0 just gets picked up willingly. Wolf.0, not 2.0. Oh. Wolf.0. What about what about Globert? It's Globert, it's Globert Wolf.0. Oh, I see. Yeah. Globert Furry Edition. <laughs> and then I'm going to turn to my party and explain to them what I have uh what what I've discovered in reading that parchment. Okay. And um It's uh, rather concerning that my house is the one that's on search for the cube. So even if we do take out the white cap game, if we want this to stop, we have to we have to do something about my house. Do you think they did manage to enlist the surface dwellers? Because we did have Vuznil and a couple of his friends guard the exit. They probably killed the white cap gang members because it's not much to them, but. Who knows if they've turned on Vuzniel or if... No. I don't Vuzniel know. Vuzniel wouldn't have been on it the whole time. No. Well, no. I think surface dwellers, they might have been looking more towards like this gang itself. Like recruiting people on the surface. Not necessarily right. defected drows, but... <clears throat> I, f I feel like they'd be more likely to kill a defective drow than to recruit it. 
And if the Whitecap gang, if the Whitecap gang is looking for the cube, <clears throat> they're, they've probably already agreed. So we should probably press on, take care of this immediate threat. Do you think and we'll run into more members of your house in here? Probably. Probably. And if they're still alive, they're probably high-ranking members. I'm gonna oh. put my helmet back on and say, well, let's, uh, let's crack some drow skulls. Haven't had an opportunity to do this in a long time. Um, will this drow body actually... No. Um, the drow body. You said it had, like, scimitars. Are they... St does he still have those, or... Uh, nope, there, there's no... Cheese? Yeah, you... Gotcha. You don't see... The only thing after kind of looking over the body, you get the impression that the fact there was the scroll uh, cover that they had already kind of looted his body, hence the papers on the floor. They probably saw them, crumpled them up, threw them away. Presumably they didn't understand it. Um, and searched his body. They probably only found the scroll thing and probably uh, did something with the weapons. Um, okay. I would also like to touch Furry Globert and give him two points of healing from my healing pool. Okay. <laughs> uh, not sure how that would work, because his points are now based on the snail. Oh, yeah, that's would, right. Wouldn't he be at full health right now? Yeah, he would be at full health for a snail, which I assume is one HP. Yeah, that's but... it's definitely no way. Well, Mac, can I overheal the snail? <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> okay, I just want him to associate my touch with feeling good. Okay, okay. I mean, he's still in there somewhere. Okay. I know, I know. I just, I, I want him. I want him. Could I assess how much this drow like weighs? Just because I'm holding him? Uh, yeah. You you would get the impression he is is a little bit, uh, just maybe about five to ten pounds heavier than Nyx is. As, as a foot soldier, he probably has a, lot, a decent amount more muscle mass than Nyx does. He's probably pushing 170, 160, something like that. Nyx is mm -hmm. skinny. Yeah, okay. And with what I've got after getting rid of all that stuff... Yeah, I'm gonna put him in the bag of holding. He should fit through there, right? If you break his shoulders, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, he's kinda... The broadness is definitely <clears throat> wider than that, but you could... You could oh, yeah, crunch I'll, him in there if you really want to. I'll, I'll crunch him in there so we have a snack for our boy later. Okay. <laughs> um, and while we're at it, I'm actually gonna pick up a couple of, uh... I don't know. Like ice cube sized chunks of thugsicle and sure. like hold them up to the snail and see if he takes them. You do that and, and like the eyeballs kind of like lean out towards it a little bit and then just kind of lean back and it starts to kind of do like little circles on your shoulder. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. Max, you're awfully quiet back there. Who's trying to figure out what the fuck's happening? We adopted a dog, and uh, we've got to kill some of Nyx's. So if you've got any pent-up aggression towards him, we can do it against the people that look like him. For example, 
I was rather annoyed how he threw a lightning bolt at me in the first four seconds of meeting me. So now, I will kill people that look like him. You turned into a humanoid spider. The exact thing that looks like the goddess I'm trying to kill. You expect oh, me defend not your, to attack you? Defend your decisions all you want. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you still you still threw a lightning bolt at me. I, your I was here to hey. Your defenses roll right off of his smooth uh, brain. He he used me to center a lightning bolt to get a bunch of people in line with me. You don't see me bitching about it. Well, yeah, but aren't weren't you like a slave or something? Like, yeah, what's your point? You you take those from from his kind. That's kind of normal. Not recently. Guys, the longer we talk about this, the more the White Cap Gang has a head start on us. That's a good point. Right, we, we're enough. talking about this in character. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I, I'm gonna hop on the ladder and start climbing. Sure. As I'm climbing up the ladder, I'm gonna look back. Cax, you did you pick up smoking? Your voice sounds weird. Goodbye, day. You whippersnappers weren't such pieces of shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's gonna walk towards the ladder, still trying to figure out what the fuck's happening. Pieces okay. of shit. We just we just we just saved a dog from Michael Vick. What do you mean? Who's <laughs> Michael Vick? Michael Vick, if you're listening, I got you. <laughs> Who, who's Michael Vick? So uh key since you're the first one up um the 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 deadbolt had been already released from nix um and it actually takes a decent amount of strength for you to lift it and then you realize that there's dirt on the layer as you open it and then grass and you begin to hear crickets and you look and you look around and key you actually recognize this location when you we're doing recon on the back and you were over near the water. Uh, this seems to be like a hatch with a bunch of grass on top of it um, to covertly get people in and out of this location. I'm going to climb out to the top and say, guys, we're just we're just behind the shop. There's nothing up here. I really don't think we just killed the entire White Cap gang. There's got to be traces of them somewhere. Be fair, this also might just be a false a false headquarters. Especially if they're working with House Van Grell. They could have somewhere probably more secure and less guarded by drunk idiots. I mean, are they really working together? They're fucking dead in boxes down there. That's quite the partnership i mean if that's what happens when you partner with drow count me out of this gang we can't count you out of the gang we're cax's crew we need you maybe kill cax crew what's the difference yeah, that's what i thought <laughs> while they're discussing this can i look for tracks for anybody that may have recently also gone through that hatch oh so absolutely yeah next you guys you you're both looking. What, John? You're like out already. Yeah. 
Alright, so Thrum's gonna climb out too. I was waiting for you to say you actually got out of the hatch. I thought oh. you were like on the ladder. No, I'm, I'm up on the surface at this point. Yeah, so, bigger, yeah. All, all four of you just oh, okay. popped out. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, roll. Roll a little, little, little Percepicept. Perception. Uh, 18. 18. You don't notice anything too out of the ordinary. You do, however, uh, see a figure uh, very confidently come into view from... As you look around, you do recognize the back of the Rusty Cup. And you do see a figure kind of swaggering towards you. <clears throat> do I recognize this silhouette? You, you do. As it gets closer, the, the first thing that pops up is the the gold in the smile. Yeah, it's Fusaniel. And he just kind of, he kind of rests his hands on his daggers. He goes, I see I'll made it out alive. Yeah, I see you survived too. That's not oh, we... Fusaniel's voice. I don't even remember half the shit. Half my voices sound the Huh? He, was, he was mildly southern. Mildly southern. We have found a sus imposter of Vizniel. <laughs> the doppelgangers are back. Nick, shoot him! <laughs> he doesn't have the right voice. Lightning bolt, fourth level. <laughs> Kill everybody at this point. Doppelganger, boom. Doppelganger, boom. Hey, I have a pet giant monster ice wolf now. I'm, I'm set for life. Yeah, right? You don't need anybody else. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We have a pet. Giant ice wolf. You tamed him, I took him. You did the training, but he's my dog now. But what the dog doing? For Sitting on my shoulder like a snail does. Nice. You have a you have a snail dog now? That's actually Fusneel's voice. We <laughs> <laughs> got it. Fusneel. Uh, has there been any Well, besides next, has there any been any been any new drow around here recently? Not that I recall. Oh. Anyway, hold on. How many... So we killed two running out the doors. We uh, did a little bit of scouting. Didn't see anybody. One of my guys did do a round around here. We didn't see anything of uh, suspicion. How about you? What's, what's the body count down there? Several. Yeah, a lot. That's good news. We got a bunch of dwarves down there and a member of House Fangrel. Ooh. Wait, what the hell were... What'd you find? Yeah. Apparently House Fangrel enlisted the white cap game searching for him. That? Do you think the deal went sour, though? He was stabbed to death. Well, these guys, as far as I've ever known, and maybe him over there can back us up on it. They tend to do the, the, the lowbrow jobs. They, they're they clearly not above hanging up posters. So you think the drow hired them? Specifically? Maybe. The note just said surface dwellers. So it could be white cap game. They might have turned one of your defecting drow. If that's, I don't Wait, know. What, if I was, if I was what looking, was he wearing? Uh, 
I'm gonna turn to Nick. So it was like what you know, leather armor, kind of. It was it was a Fangrail foot soldier uniform. Oh God, no! Definitely not one of us. We all got rid of those ratty ass uniforms the second we defected. Novik, he has a point. If you were gonna try to, you know, make contact with the surface and have someone on the surface, it'd be easier to start with a group who defected than recruiting a whole new group. Not just that. The White Cap Gang could just be one of many gangs that have been recruited for this. And you said Source they were the lowbrow. They're very lowbrow. Thing going back to, you know, the, the, the commonalities of greed that tend to circulate amongst these groups. If the House Fangrel assigned them to do that, if I was a greedy motherfucker, which I am, and somebody offered me a shit ton of money, there'd be a possibility I would assume they have the money near on them. I wonder if after a little while they distributed the posters and then maybe got a little bit greedy. Mm. Took him out, expecting to find some sort of clues to potential riches. Certainly they knew that this gang isn't exactly known for their brute strength. So the money would have to be within, you know, retrieving distance. Right? Well, I wonder if it was bullshit then. I mean, you have a little bit of capital to start this, right? If I was a, if I was a dastardly drow from the Underdark trying to fuck over some shit, enlisting these idiots, I'd go to them, say, hey, you want to make a shit ton of money? Give them a little bit of money to start the job, get what you need, and get the fuck out. They could have just been saying, hey, we've got 20 million gold for for his head and the cube, and then, uh, lie? I mean, you give a little bit of, you know, you know down payment kind of thing. You start the job... And half then no half later with no intention to give it the half later. Yeah. It definitely would not be uh, out of character for any of the houses to try to pull with that bullshittery. I, <clears throat> I don't know about you guys, but I think we should probably go and speak to Proprietor Jordan. Probably. I got a couple questions I want to ask. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll have, uh, yeah. What do you know about the richer side of town? Uh, like, and just how shady are they? Are they kind of a, uh, like, you know, they stick to themselves and hoity-toity, or are they willing to make underhanded deals to increase their wealth? Uh, usually they, they're, they're the kind, they got the wealth and they just kind of sit on it, for the most part. I mean, there is a reason... The river kind of divides the hoity-toity from, uh, well, this. I was just wondering if one of the members from, uh, one of the richer people had been contacted by House Fangrel. I guess probably not. Uh, yeah, we should go ahead to Proprietor Jeriton. Well, it's up to you, you all, but... We're still active for the night. Do you want us to lock this down? Make sure, make it look like nothing ever happened here? Lock it down. Yeah. And uh, 
Try to keep at least a couple guards to see if anybody tries to come back. Good idea. I think it's payment enough. There's probably a lot of alcohol up in there, so the boys will be happy. Shake Booze Neil's hand. Pleasure like always, my friend. Hey, you take care of yourself. Keep him safe. He's a little bit uh, irritating, and he kind of gives you a, a little gold grin, Cax, with a wink. But uh, I think he's got a good heart. Jury's still out on that, but I got some hope for him. You're the first man I'll call if I ever need a mercenary. Find out how good the heart I have is when I rip it out of your chest. I'm sorry, what's that? Do you want me to repeat myself louder for you? Or did you get it the first time? I mean, no, I, no you were kind of muttering there, so... Oh, we'll find out how good the heart I have is once I rip it out of your chest. Is that better? I, I, I suppose. I can't, okay. can't tell if you're just joshing me or not, but... I don't know who Josh is. Yeah, neither do I. All right, well, after tonight, you guys know where to find me. It was a pleasure. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if I, uh, if me and my boys hear anything down in the streets, all this kind of stuff, we'll be sure to send it over to the proprietor for you. Try to get it to you. Thank you. How long is it going to take us to walk back to the, uh, the Greenleaf Lectern? Uh, probably with, with this point in the night, like not even half an hour. I'm assuming you're going to want to stay away from roaming guards and the such. Keep a low profile. I mean, we're not exactly threats to the city. When we start uh, walking, I want to smack Cax in the back of the head. Come on, man. Who's Neil's a friend? Cax is going to pull out his journal. <laughs> well, I would just assume only reason I asked that is you guys did have a lot of fighting and you guys have injuries. I'm assuming you got scuffed up and a little bloodied and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that should probably stay out of sight then. I just want to get back to the lectern as quickly as we can. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, half an hour or so, just kind of sticking to the main roads and then darting around a house if you see like a guard patrol going by you guys have been here enough times especially once you've gotten to to the uh circular square uh you guys know your way around the city really easily and you make it back without any issue at all when we get to the lectern i'm going straight to the back of the lectern placing the snail in the backyard and then i want to go into the cafeteria and grab as much meat as i can sure and at this point, where you have to kind of search around a little bit, uh, but you do find like a whole barrel of like salted pork, so you're able just to kind of like scoop up a bunch of it and like cart it outside. Yeah, because and by the time I get back outside after finding that, the wolf, the polymorph, will have dropped. Okay. So just, with... I'm, I'm doing mental math on the timing here. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> So, uh, right, right. actually, you, you timed it very well. As you go into the backyard, with this unceremonious kind of gust of wind, as the, the air displacement as from a tiny little snail to this titanic frost wolf appears. And at first, it looks kind of panicked. 
and then it like sees you and but then more importantly it sees the meat hey buddy you did a good job here you go right. toss him every last bit of meat that I've got in my arms sure um what what's everyone else doing is Nix's feeding my new pet <laughs> Thrim's doing what Thrim normally does. He's shadowing next. Sure. Wish to pet you the dog. Carry a, are you, you going to carry a couple extra armfuls? Oh, of yeah. Once, once I saw you grabbing meat, I grabbed a bunch of meat, too. Sweet. I am going to pet him and say, you guys probably going to have to pay for that, you know? Don't care. Kind of keep the giant thing that can blow ice happy. Oh, nah, he's just a softy. Uh, suddenly, Thrym, right next to you, uh, without any sort of pomp and circumstance, you hear a low, bassy voice go towards you. Winter oh. Wolf. And you immediately <clears throat> recognize it as Lokag. Yeah, we found it while we were going taking out that gang they weren't treating it right so it didn't like them and we took it with us it seems damaged yeah it could probably use some food and probably a little bit of healing not my expertise but I can give it food I want to throw a piece of pork up in the air and see if he'll catch it sure uh, it goes to do it, but then you see it kind of favor its right paw, and as the left paw kind of puts pressure down, it has to jerk it up and kind of, like, snaps at it, and then it drops to the ground and, like, chomps it down. L Lokag shakes his head, no. Winter wolves are from the north. They are pretty much in packs alpha predators. It should be eating everything it can right now, including us. And yet it's not. Like I said, damaged. Key. Yes. Care to do what you're best at and fix this wolf? Sure thing, and I am going to pump lay of hands into it. How many lay of hands do I lose? He shall be full health. Oh, you're asking me? Sorry. Yeah. My B. I don't got a stat block. I got a stat block. I still have it. Uh, how much do you have? I have 17 points left. 17 points. Okay. Um, and it had... Okay. So you see, I see a lot of the wounds kind of dress up on it, but it's still... It, it it doesn't look as injured as it was down in uh down in the tunnel. So I use all seventeen? Yes. Okay. It is it could still use a little more? It could still use a little more, but it's it's in way better health. I put a further eight into it using my ASMR healing. Okay. I'm like keeping track of it on this. Okay. Is he better now? He, he's he's doing pretty good. 
You still didn't feel heal in the full, but... Prim's oh. gonna take a piece of pork, and he's gonna reach into his pocket and pull out one of his regular healing potions. Okay. And he's gonna, like, hold the pork in his hand, and then pour the healing potion on top of it, and then slowly put it out to the wolf. Sure. And he, like, sniffs it awkwardly, um, but, like, eyes you while he, while he does it, as if he's like, okay, well, this is kind of disgusting, but I'm gonna eat it anyway. And as he's, like, doing it, I'm gonna, like, scritch behind his ear and be like, it's okay. 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 All right, yeah, he just chomps it down super quick. All right, so that's a regular healing potion. Should I roll for it to see what it gets him? Or uh, it no, you could just you could just use max healing on that since we're not okay. in a a rush. That's two d four plus four. It's ten. It's ten. Okay. That'll give him ten more. Cool. He looks pretty happy. He's a happy pooch. He's a happy pooch. Where's the little one? That's a good question. I haven't heard anything from him in a while. Cax, where did you go? Library. So everyone survived? Yeah. Tell me, how many did you kill? A lot. I'd say at least... I don't know, what do you guys think? At least 15? Um, Only about 10 or 12. Yeah, 15 seems a little high. Luzniel did handle a few of them. Prioritor will be happy. That was probably close to what we estimated their strength to be. The assumption is that we did take out the Whitecap Gang. If you killed that many, between me killing them a few years ago at a different hideout and the encounter you guys had plus this yeah. it's completely possible now we know the source of the bounty I don't know if I'm ready to go back there if it's all the same the proprietor needs his rest and from the look of it, so do you. Yeah, we'll figure out where to go in the morning. But it does seem like a trip back to the Underdarks in, in order. Is there, a, is there a place we can keep our new friend here? I can fashion something to keep him in this area. Can't see us bringing him inside the lectern. Even if we physically could, the proprietor would probably have us out on our asses. Yeah, I don't think he'd like that. Do you have a stable? That is a good idea. Well, there won't be any horses by morning. Yeah, probably a bad idea for the horses. We Besides, could, he's a we big could. old softy. He'll he'll stay. He, he's a nice guy. And Lokag goes out to the uh, Winter Wolf, as he calls it, and puts his hand up. 
You're damn right, I'm going to roll for it. Uh, as he puts his hand up, the winter wolf kind of, like, sniffs for a minute and recoils for a moment. And then begins to lick Lokag's palm. Now he's got a playmate his own size. <laughs> this is a dog you can wrestle with. You can wrestle with him. <laughs> He'll only cause minor lacerations. And if Lokag dies, whatever. I mean, that's probably good for proprietor, too. I don't know about you, but I'd market a low-cag and winter wolf wrestling match. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Let's I imagine that... if insurance was, like, in this fucking world, owning one of these things would, like, be oh, your fucking Your premiums insane. would be through the roof. Yeah, seriously. All right. I feel... Um, Nix feels that low-cag has the dog handled. He's okay. going to go inside and try to find Cax. Sure. So you make your way inside. What are Thrym and Key doing? I'm going to go inside, find my bed, and uh, try to reach out to Varen. Sure. Okay. We'll get back to that in a little bit. Thrym? Uh, Thrym's going to give the dog one last good like scratch behind the ears and then follow Nyx. Okay. So Nyx, Key, and Thrym. I'm sorry, Nyx, Thrym. Thrix. Oh my Thrix. god, why didn't why didn't we fucking think of that before? Holy shit. Uh because that's for kids. <laughs> no, Thrix is not for kids. <laughs> yes! Oh, I love it. Um You Thrix search is through far from family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you recheck the cafeteria, you peek into the bedroom, um, and then finally you you kinda travel over into the the library um and do spot cax cax uh in the meantime while the all that was happening before these guys show up what was your intent there i'm just reading a book Ooh, okay so you're just kind of like you're in one of like the chairs like lounging i'm actually just sitting on the floor in front of the bookshelf <laughs> okay so after after a little while you do hear uh, Nix and Thurm begin to make their way into the library. I'm not looking up from my book. As I walk in, Indraconic, I will say. Cax, why do you uh, why do you keep running off like that? It's gotten into you lately. You don't have to speak to me in, in tongues that Thrym doesn't understand. I just, first of all, had no interest in, in having a pet, kind of at all, kind of ever, and secondly, I needed some rest, tired, wanted to read. In common, don't think of him as a pet, think of him as a guard, an extra level of protection. Either way, you guys had it handled. I wanted to read. I needed some rest. So, uh, what's with this newfound interest in gathering information? Gathering information's always been an interest of mine. You seem it's to be doing it a bit more fervently lately. It's just now I'm actually... I feel mental clarity enough to be able to use it myself. Mm. As opposed to just a note-taking moron. 
of anything to do with that thing around your neck. Yes, it's a necklace of average intelligence. I'm, I'm proud of you for noticing. Hmm. Is it also a necklace of average asshole? No, I've always... Uh, well... Yeah, I've always had an average asshole for a kobold. I mean, that's fair. That's why he gets along with us. No one that isn't an asshole would get along with us. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> All right. Enjoy your book, Cax. I'm going to turn around and go to... You guys going off know. to bed? I'm not acknowledging him. I'm turning off and going to bed. Wow. Yeah, I'm probably going to hit the hay. Okay. Enjoy your book, Cax. Thank you. And I'll turn around and find the room that'll, like our room, and go to bed. Cool. So, after the separation key, uh, you retire to the bedroom. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take off my armor, you know, put it against the wall, and uh, rub the blood off with a rag or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna lay in bed and just kind of hands on my chest tapping and start focusing on uh, reaching out to Varen and I'll be tapping the same rhythm that I that I was playing to the wolf sure and then what help my help my foggy ass memory what did we have you roll to religion I, I, think, believe it, I think yes it was religion yeah because I think for me or him Nick's Nick's rolls Arcana. Nick's doesn't roll anymore. Oh, Nick's doesn't roll anymore at all. But originally, I, I rolled a, a. It was percentile dice, wasn't it? Originally, I rolled a D. Oh yeah, it was for a percentile. Yeah, yeah. But yeah that was for to try you. To pierce the planes. Yep. Yeah, there was the whole block with that. Yeah, yeah, and that's right. We chose religion for you. Yeah, and I got through to him last time. Allow me to uh, roll. That'll be an 18. 18. So you sit down and did, uh, at this point, did you doff your armor? Oh, yeah. It's all. Well? I'm, I'm laying in bed. Okay. So as you're laying in bed, you almost, as you relax and you begin to to kind of have like a little bit of like a musical ambiance to yourself, you definitely feel yourself like almost lift up from the bed almost like you're you're weightless. And you feel your body kind of go from horizontal to, like, vertical. And the walls, ceiling, and floor around you just kind of go pitch black. And suddenly in front of you, first, is a mask. And then a body fills that space. And then... The body it look, it almost has that, you know, the look of like someone who's floating where their legs are kind of crouched up a little bit and the legs sit down on an invisible surface and then a flourish as this very meticulous looking Veyron smiles. He, he, this armor that he's wearing is, is something you didn't see him wear before. Like he, he wore fineries before, but these look like functional like going to war 
but wanting to look really good, like heavy leather armor with a billowing cape. And he looks around. What do you think? I'm going to drop to a knee and say, I like it. Functional, but also flashy, you know? The, the battlefield's going to know where you are, but they're not going to be able to do anything about it. Oh, they won't be able to do shit. And he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out an orb. And as he does that, you actually feel this, like, almost invisible force kind of, like, push you away a little bit. You have to, like, almost physically make yourself rigid. And he realizes what what's happening with it. And he goes, oh, my, my apologies. And he pockets it. I wish to let you know that the White Cap Gang has been... For the most part, we're sure the White Cat game is down for the count, but we've uncovered that House Van Grell had hired them. A foot soldier was found stabbed to death with a scroll talking about finding the cube and hiring surface dwellers to help them. That makes sense. Most of the liaisons to the surface between the priestesses and the matrons to the foot soldiers to the people on the surface as a matter of fact used to be from House Fangrel. I would have the impression that House Fangrel were the ones that proposed to Loth herself a long time ago to utilize shock troops and assassins on the surface. That's all just conjecture, but if any of the houses had something to do with it, it would probably be that one. We have found a large group of drow in Neverwinter working the docks and as mercenaries. Uh, one of them, Vuzniel, has proven to be trustworthy. Uh, I'm hoping to talk to them and hoping to spread your word, although I was told that they're already rather dedicated followers of you. I wouldn't be surprised. What, uh... Tell me, what is his story? How did he end up on the surface like that? Apparently, uh, at the start or before the Third War, sometime very early, uh, him and his uh, group had defected and managed to make their way to the surface, and they've been living up here for a couple centuries. They've built themselves a good life in Neverwinter, working docks and doing mercenary jobs as, ap as you know, as offered. He's got these three gold teeth in the front. Nice guy. I, I had a good sit-down talk with him. He's smart, too. Uh, he isn't a dedicated follower of you, but he seemed more open to it after I discussed your glory with him. I appreciate that. Uh, I did set up the first Church of Varen in a Mirabar. So we finally have a a set home plant for followers on the surface. Between the object in my pocket and all of the followers that you have sent my way, I've always been rather confident, but my confidence is through the roof, per se. 
allow me to boost it a little further. Uh, I know I had actually managed to convince Thrym to become a follower. Really? Yes, he he believes in you and your glory now. Interesting. I mean, as soon as we get Bjorn back, I was hoping to hopefully bring him on our side then, but seems like every little bit helps. You are doing a wonderful job, by the way. Thank you, Robert. Things are beginning to move more quickly now. I'm reaching out to other associates of mine without having communications for so long. It's taking a little time to establish trust once again. So I thought it was a singular thing with Nyx, but turns out it's elsewhere and I don't blame them. People are thinking that Lolth is plotting when it's really just me trying to somehow find a way to put a dagger in her throat. But... Would you I'm... have any ideas of where House Fangrel would be on the surface? Have you found any information down there? Well, down here, you mean the plane I'm in? No, unfortunately, I wouldn't have that information... All I would know is they, as far as I would be able to conjecture, they don't exactly station themselves in, in large amounts anywhere but in the cities in the Underdark. If they were to send, like, if this soldier was from House Fangrel, they would send a team to the surface, do their job, and then return home. How they got to the surface... There are many anthills that lead to the surface. Okay. It wouldn't necessarily be that hard to get someone into the city, especially considering the cloak and dagger nature of most of the houses. And I'm sorry to bother you with one more question, but have you uncovered anything about uh, Mithril Hall potentially being overthrown? Oh, that's the... One of the uh, homelands of the dwarves, is it not? Yes. Uh, we had learned that uh, the dwarves had dug a little too deep and a standoff has ensued for cent for long time. Well, I uh, haven't heard of anything changing there. They, they used to give them quite the beating, to be honest with you. The, the reports back, I'm sure, said that we fought a good fight, and we had them on the back foot, but in reality, everything I know about that is the dwarves would shit-stomp the drow every time they did something. So you think they'd keep a force there just for show with no real intention of, uh, trying again? I get the impression that if you were to consider the world a chessboard... The pieces are coming into place for a very large move. If they were to have something there, yes, I think it would just be a ghost army made to look threatening. The dwarves, in my opinion, never had any intention of invading. I think you're correct. They dug too deep, got into the Underdark, realized the drow were there. 
but they don't look for wars. They're only doing it to defend the surface and to defend Mithril Hall from the savageness of the houses. Well, that's good to hear. Thank you for giving me some of your time, Lord Vayron. My pleasure. Keep up the work. I think we're getting somewhere. I am really excited on these next steps. Let everyone know very soon, very, very soon, I should have the information we need to try to rescue Bjorn. I'm sure Thrym will be happy to hear that. Uh, just don't be surprised if I send an associate to get you. Okay. I need to establish Eleneath. I'll be on the lookout. Is Maybe. there anything you'd like to say to the defected group here in Neverwinter that I could relay? Just let them know, like, I suppose they're on the right track. I obviously can't do anything miraculous at this moment, but as with everybody who follows, if we can accomplish our goal, they'll all be rewarded handsomely. Thank you. Thank you. And with that, I take my leave and I'm just gonna, you know, back out of the whatever it is. So after that, the you fade back, and it's almost as if in reverse. You're, you feel your body go back into a position, rest on your bed, and as soon as the, the, the walls come back and you realize you're in a com nice, comfortable bed, it's, it's you essentially fall asleep immediately from the strain of contacting a god to the exertion of your energy and healing force. Uh, you begin to sleep very deeply. And then everybody else is coming to get some sleepy sleeps too. Yeah. And uh, with that, it'll be a very nice time for us to take our break. And we are back. You guys had a nice, beautiful night's sleep. It... Can we reset our stats or are you going to like nuke us again yeah. <laughs> suddenly crashing through the windows exp what happened to the exp we, we killed a couple dwarves gnomes. gnomes fucking get it right don't matter they're dead <laughs> gnomes dwarves whatever they're deceased i did come prepared where'd that go i guess i didn't come prepared uh put you guys just put yourselves at four th forty-five thousand six hundred. Hooray! So if if I go outside and kill the wolf, will I will I be my next level? By, by yourself, yes. <laughs> okay. How much EXP is Cax? Cax would like to go. Sorry, look Fluffy. For... We all need to gain a level. Cax would like to go look for wolf poison. <laughs> Specifically for wolves. It's the magic item I took. No. <laughs> a bar of chocolate. Anything but that. <laughs> I'd like to find 30 pounds of chocolate. I'd say no. I'm going to give uh I'm going to give Nick's first crack since he only has to meditate for 4 hours. 
when you come out of your meditative state rested. Uh, so yeah, everybody can reset all their stats. Everyone's good for spell slots and everything. It is uh, it is about 8 in the morning, next. Really? Oh yeah. Jesus. Yeah, you guys had a very long night. Yeah, apparently. Alright, so Hood is up. I'm going to go check on the dog. Sure. Uh, actually, one of your windows uh, on the sides does peek out to the yard. And you look out and you see the winter wolf uh, kind of curled up next to an oak tree. Uh, and you notice the ground surrounding the winter wolf has like a nice frost. Nice. Okay. He's like curled up into a ball. Say in the morning. Hmm. I'm gonna go find Juritan. Sure. He head straight to his office. Yeah. Uh, going out into the hallway, you actually notice right at the right at the door, um, stands Lokag. He looks a little tired, but it's Lokag. And next to him, slumped on the floor, completely passed out, is one of Vuzniel's mercenaries. Okay, why is he here? And he just kind of gestures and opens the door. And as you peek in, there's four other drow mercenaries asleep, as well as Vuzniel. Is like, just kind of like... In, like, the fetal position, snoring away. On Jer on Juritan's desk are a massive pile of wanted posters. Alright. So, they were busy last night. From what... Oh, ooh. From what they said, they believe that they found most, if not all of them. Have you start. have you eaten food yet? No, I'll 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 get there. Well, let's let these uh little darlings sleep and jerk and kind of like chuckles as a little joke and he gets up from his desk and he he kind of walks out into the hall. Are you joining him? Yeah, yeah, I'll follow. And Lokag kind of just does his thing. He trails behind and you guys get to the cafeteria area and. There's uh, fresh food being sent out. You see uh, Juritan pick up like a pile of pancakes and like a little like glass pitcher. Do I see any of the cooks, servants, anything like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of them kind of bringing stuff back and forth from uh, a side room where the kitchen is. Can I call one of them over? You see this like dwarf woman who's wearing a hairnet on her beard. And, like, rushes over. It just looks very expectantly as you flag her down. Yeah, uh, can I get you to bring a couple barrels of meat, sausage, pork, whatever you got out to the backyard? Oh, yes, you got it! And she just scampers off. Thanks. And you hear some, like, shouting in the back there as, like, a couple people are, like, heatedly exchanging random words about, uh, extra food. I'll turn to Jeriton and I'll, I'll hand him like I don't know ten gold and be like, 
just for the barrels. Oh, um, we'll we'll take this and distribute it amongst the staff. They've been uh, more than accommodating lately. Sure. Anyway, I expected all of you to be uh, sleeping in. I've had my fill. You know how it is being an elf. Mm. It's always kind of funny waking up before everyone else. It's peaceful, really. It is. I don't think I'll be taking a walk around my uh, backyard this morning, however. Uh, Lokag did inform me of the situation down there. Uh, I'll, I'll keep my distance. But hell of a guardian, if you ask me. That's kind of the idea. I'd rather have him on my side. Tell me. How, how in the hell did you get that out? And in that case, how the hell did they get that in? I have no idea how they got it in. Maybe it was raised down there. That's possible. Getting it out was just a simple matter of magic. Maybe that's how they got it in. Uh, some sort of shrinking potion? Something like that? Could have been. Lokag seems to think it's... Uh, broken so yeah he says I'm, usually they attack on sight but this one seems rather friendly yeah that's why I'm leaning on the idea that it was raised down there that's a really good hypothesis it's funny what uh people will find up north and bring down to here where they don't belong trying to comment on something else or just the wolf and he glances up at Lokag and kind of gives you a knowing glare glance. Gotcha. That would be why he recognized it right off. Oh, yes. That's rather funny how uh, he was a little bit of a stray himself and he was brought here. I took him under my wing and now he's the biggest son of a bitch in the city. Well, I guess all it takes is a bit of food. So I don't think uh, behind-the-ear scritches will work on this guy. I don't know. Give it a shot sometime. See what happens. Oh, goodness, no. I We have a wonderful arrangement. Uh, I don't want to piss him off. Fair enough. Like stepping on a bug on your shoe. Yeah. So I was informed by Vuzniel, roughly on the story of, of what you found down there, and from Lokag said, and I would tend to agree with him, is there's a really good chance you guys potentially eliminated the entirety of that gang. If there were that many people down there, that's roughly what I've always estimated their strength to be now. I'll be honest, I was expecting more. It's understandable yeah. why they would have an animal guardian like that. Usually... Something as wild as that tends to lash out. And I feel somebody would only grab one of those if their situation was desperate enough. Yeah. Having few members, a couple tricks up their sleeve, a exit plan in case things went wrong. That all points to desperation to me. 
Yeah, that sounds about right. You heard anything from your brother? Anything? Raids? More hunting parties? Anything? No. Last night, we sent... He sent the code word to me, and I sent it back to him. The signal for everything is good. With the amount of posters on my desk that will be uh, eliminated completely, so don't worry about the errant one finding its way onto the street. I would say things have calmed down here a little bit. It is disturbing that a scout or someone with a mission from one of the drow cities have crawled into the city, although it's not entirely unheard of. With members like these, he gestures back down the hall towards the sleeping members. With members like those floating around, it would necessarily be super hard to walk around without raising too much suspicion anymore, as long as you're not, you know, raiding and burning and pillaging. That's do you true. think? Do you think Cax is off the hook now, or do we still need to be hyper vigilant? I don't think any of us are off the hook. Cax is now just part of the whole. From what we've found, the same people that are looking for me and Thrym are looking for Cax. Some sort of tie that binds you all? Yeah. Well. Seems like you had already tied to each other, so... Cosmically, I suppose that makes sense, doesn't it? He was... Wasted potential, to be honest. He's a good scout, but... I feel like he has more to offer. As brash and unpredictable as he can seem. He works well in a group. By himself... He stuck to the shadows. He wasn't very sociable. He seems more confident around you guys. You may seem that way. His attitude lately is uh, kind of implied that he's got one foot out the door already. As in parting ways with you? He seems not to want to have to deal with the realities that we're facing. Like he'd rather walk off in denial. I mean, you can't entirely blame him going from running from a couple gang members when he first got here to dealing with whatever you all are involved in, which includes my brother. Rather daunting. It's plausible to just run away and hide, even if it is not necessarily honorable. I'm not worried about honor. I just don't want the little guy dead. You and me both. As capable as my far reach and low cag strength, he probably stands a better chance sticking with you, gentlemen. You don't happen to have any connections in Tribor, do you? I used to. And then I heard... The last one got deposed? Is that the right word? Don't really know the details of that. I had a couple people on the payroll for that, but 
whoever took over hasn't contacted me. Alright. Is that where you think you'll be headed next? No. No, but that same connection that binds me and Kex also bound us in Tribor. But if you haven't heard anything from that direction, I'm not gonna not gonna waste my time going out there. If it hasn't reached your ears, it's not worth looking into. It seems like we're all creating a little bit of a net ourselves. Wuzniel said he would impart with me any knowledge he finds out. I naturally will give it to my brother, and my brother will send it to you. Said that we're setting up a network like this. It's usually one of the first steps I do when I get into a new region is set up a little bit of chain of communication. Very important. If it uh, pleases you, I know last I heard you would be returning to my brother. If you'd like to take Lokag with you, I'm sure you'll find the city a little more favorable in case you have any errands to run. Yeah, I'll, I'll discuss it with the others when they wake up. I don't necessarily have any errands to run in the city. None that come to mind, but I can't speak for them. Very well. well he'll he'll reach in his pocket and he ends up pulling a little uh, little pouch and he hands it over. He goes, that should be about a, a thousand gold. That should help cover uh, transportation back to my brother. Appreciate that. I appreciate what you've done. It's put me in a stronger position with those mercenaries over there. I should be able to mostly depend on them for all of what I need now. Occasionally they would go to other people looking for work, but this is the kind of thing that can kind of bind them to whatever I'll need them to do. So, What is it that you need them to do? What are you getting out of all this? Well, they're highly reliable. At the end of the day, it's all about money to me. As callous as that sounds, but money gets things done. We all and have our gods. They stand to make me a lot of money, especially with Cax being gone. He would occasionally help me with uh, the odd errand or two. If you ever ask someone who's not a courier to do a courier's job, they usually just walk away without another word. Seems like these gentlemen will be eager to do some honest and potentially dishonest work, so though. I'll need to kind of prod him a bit to see how far I can go with that. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, something tells me they won't really uh, go for a few of the shadier things I might ask them to take care of. Well, I can't speak for them. That's on them and their conscious consciences. Indeed. So you've, you've had a leisurely conversation with him over that time, and you've uh, you've seen him load up on more pancakes than Thrym could probably handle. And at that point, everybody else starts to kind of stir awake. You all kind of wake up in your rooms and get put on your undies and get ready for the day. Where's Thrym sleeping? Uh... 
I imagine Thrym went back to the room they had previously that had, like, the bed he knew he'd fit on. Okay. Because, uh, I want to try to find you first thing in the morning. But yeah, so if you're not in that room, you'd probably find him in the hall on his way downstairs. Alright. Uh, I'll, I'll see you walking down the hall. Hey, Thrym, I'm going to put a hand on your shoulder. Yeah, what's up? Uh, I, I spoke with Varen yesterday. Um, he he told me that uh, we're close to starting the operation to get Bjorn. He just needs a couple more things and then we can go and get him. About time. Yeah. Gotta get him out of there. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to be looking for an associate of his. Didn't tell us anything. He said an associate would appear. So I assume if we just keep doing what we're doing, the associate's just going to show up. Makes sense. I, I I just figured I'd let you know, start your day off on the right foot. Yeah, thanks. That's good to hear. We just got to figure out what the fuck we're going to do with all this shit. Yeah. And I'm going to go down to the tavern and get... An eggs, sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich. Ooh, fancy. No giant plates of random shit for him. No, he's... The clutch. Well, you, you know what Thrun's <laughs> getting. Giant plates of random shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I would assume as everyone's eating breakfast, uh, it's strange to have, like, business conversation with proprietor Juritan in the cafeteria a lot of times you guys would know he want to go there um but you guys kind of get the gist of what him and nix were talking about over the course of that and it's, it seems like the art uh almost said archmage the proprietor is is taking his time he doesn't want to go back to the office while they're sleeping he wants to seem to give them some space and he kind of reiterates to to everybody that if you guys want to loan out Lokag to take care of any loose ends in town before you head back, that he's more than happy to have him escort you around to prevent any sort of further trouble. Never mind Lokag, where's Kax? Are you looking for Kax? At the moment, I'm searching the table in the cafeteria to find him. He's not there. I'll make my way to the library. You don't find him in a library. All right. You go back to the cafeteria where everyone is. Well, I guess. I guess. Meanwhile, what what are you up to, Cax? Cax is sitting in in the room that he uh, occasionally sits or like sleeps in at the lectern, or used to occasionally sleep in, uh, and he's just kind of sitting there. Like, he woke up not too, too long ago, and he he's going to reach into his, his backpack and pull out the book that he, that he stole from the library, the lectern's library, <laughs> and, like, kind of look at it, and just, like, toss it on the bed, and then get up, and after about 20, like, 30, 40 minutes finally leave the room and make his way towards the cafeteria like that 
30 or 40 minutes after everyone else got up and probably like 20 minutes after Nyx went back to the cafeteria. Okay. So then, are you guys still sticking around the cafeteria waiting to see from Cax at that point, or what would you guys be doing? No, given our time frames, I'd probably be meeting Cax as he opened his bedroom door. Because not finding Cax where I expected to find him, I would ask the proprietor where I might be able to find him because he knows Cax best. He would probably tell me where Cax's usual room is and I'd make my way up there. That makes logical sense. So I will be standing at your door when you open it. Oh! Oh. Not surprised. A little freaked out, but not, not surprised. Good morning, Cax. Good morning. A little late to rise today. Something like that, yeah. Anything you want to say? Mm. Hmm. How's breakfast today? I wouldn't know. I haven't eaten. Why not? Because you know I don't tend to eat. Oh, there's fruit. There's always fruit. This is why he's so skinny. Yeah, probably. Was that was that was that the the maid Priscilla? Hi, Priscilla. Oh, hi, honey. How you doing? Your voice changed again. Yeah, it does that sometimes. (laughs) You you really need to go see uh, an enchanter of some sort, someone that can get rid of that hex. (laughs) All right, have a good day. You do, honey. She's so weird. I don't, I don't really know how I feel about her. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know how you feel about us. Is that what this is about? Are you coming into my room and gonna be like, "Oh, hey, Cax, we need to, we need to talk"? How do you feel? That's what. That's not what it originally was about. But now that I've got you here alone, <clears throat> what's been going on? Well, so, like, what's... What's the point? We're, like, dethroning gods for what purpose? Freedom without persecution. I don't know about you, but I am tired of living my life always looking over my shoulder. Wondering who's going to try to kill me next. Yeah, but... How do you know that's going to be any different than... A guy that you... You think is the guy that you were talking to... Enough to save him, but once you meet him, you're like, Oh, this this isn't the guy. Like, how do you know that's going to be any different with him? Is that the gamble you're willing to take? Is, oh, let's... Let's start some sort of mutiny some sort of uprising within the underdark in order to kick off an entire civil war just to dethrone someone that's definitely a piece of shit like i mean is that is that really all this is about 
Does he just want to kick off a civil war? For the possibility of better of better conditions? What if they're worse? Have you thought about that? Like, they could be totally worse. There's no way to know. And if they turn out to be worse, I'll do it again. But to what end? You do it again and again and again, and then you you die eventually. Everyone dies eventually. So, like, what's... At, at what point do you just go, fuck it, this is the evil we know? I don't know. If that becomes the case, then at least I'd die fighting for what I believed in. This seems like a waste of potential otherwise happy life. You know, doing something that doesn't get you killed, not starting entire revolutions. What are your plans, Cax? I don't know. Come on, you've got some newfound intelligence. A little clarity of mind, as you put it. Do you really want to be here? Being dumb was a lot better. Wasn't didn't have to think, didn't have to have opinions. Didn't have like a a thirst for for knowledge. Didn't want to make up for years of lost learning experience. And here I am. Having all of that sucks. I was I was reading in a book last night uh, that that uh, ignorance is bliss but it's not always bliss in fact once you realize that you were ignorant in it it's no longer bliss even if you were to return there somehow so where where is the the where is the happiness? Where is the bliss? Apparently for some it's in a fucking civil war, I'll tell you that. That was me trying to make a joke. I'm, I'm still working on it. Yeah, I'd work on that a bit. My plan is to go with you guys. You guys aren't going to do it alone. And I'm not going to make it alone. Especially not with... Your, with your war on my doorstep and landing in my lap, in my hands, in my pockets, in Thrym's bag. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to make it out of here alive. Not with me getting roped into it. There's no way. There's no way. It's not possible. My only option is to see it through at this point. You have two options. You either see it through like you said, or you relinquish the cube and you walk on your own way. And they'll still hunt me down looking for it. Yeah. So do will. I do I try to fight off an entire horde alone? Or do I go with you guys? It's one choice, Nix. It's one choice. No, the other choice is still there. No. No, it's not. Not at this point. Not after what I've gone through with you guys. 
if you guys would have gone to literally any other city to get the information you were looking for, there would have been another choice for me. But at this point, I like you guys too much, and I respect you guys too much to let you try to do it on your own and get killed, and then I get killed on my own too. So, it's not an option anymore. But thank you. I'm just going to turn around and head back to the cafeteria. Cax is going to stand there for a minute. And then he's going to go down towards the cafeteria, too. You guys uh, make your way down. You actually do see uh, what looks like two of the mercenaries are taking advantage of the cafeteria food as well. Um, when you guys get back, um, that's when uh, the proprietor gets up and just kind of does a little little bow to you all. Well, looks like maybe my office will be a little more accommodating now. If you need anything else, you know where to find me. And him and Lokag uh, make their way out. I would have liked to spend the whole breakfast uh, talking to the mercenaries and Booz Neal, you know, talking about Varen, telling them the message Varen conveyed to me, and, you know, trying to get them more into the fold of the religion and booster that up. But when the proprietor says that, I want to rejoin uh, uh, Thrym, Nix, and Cax and say, okay, so I guess uh, we got to plan our next stop. Where's next on the agenda? I... Did we even have a plan leaving, uh... That we were gonna leave... Um... I can't remember the name of the college. City. Oh, Long Saddle. No, thank you. Did we have uh, a plan to go anywhere from Long Saddle on? We were gonna go to Mithril Hall for your memories. To... So we're gonna you, go to Silvery Moon for his memories. Silvery Moon, yes, because oh, also information on Mithril Hall that Lord Varen conveyed to me. He said that odds are it's intact. Uh, the reports said that it was an even fight, but the dwarves stomped the drow time after time. So if there is a force there, it's probably just a shadow army, just enough to make them think that you know it's defended. So I guess we can go to Silvery Moon or give the Everglades a good thorough once-over. See if there's anything in there. The Florida Everglades? There's crocodiles. <laughs> Are we sure we're done here? We got to one of the lower gangs. What's to say they didn't get to one of the bigger ones? When I just think of they keep harassing and putting up stuff for Cax, Booz Neal, and the gang will probably take care of it, as well as Lukag. Fair. I mean, hell. Last night was more just a way to kill a few hours. I don't think any of us actually struggled. Not really. Would you look at that? They're a common gang. Alright. But we should probably... I think we could, uh... So there's two routes. We can go north of the Evermores or south of it. And I'm going to pull out 
uh, map. I assume there's a map somewhere around. Ah, uh, yeah, Nyxt has a map of Faerun, I believe. We could go south to Leleon to Tribor, Bellier to Silvery Moon, or we could go north to Luskin, back to Mirabar, and then down past the Workwood to Mithril Hall and Silvery Moon. <clears throat> I know, Cax, you got some issues with Luskin? Was that a question or a statement? It was a question, just confirming. Yeah, I don't really want to take the road between uh, Luskin and Mirabar. Especially if we know that House Fangrel is looking for both Nixon Thrym and you, that'd be serving us up on a plate. My gang is, is up there somewhere. What's left of them? We could cut through the Neverwinter Wood. It looks like there's a little valley we could go through to Tribor. Uh, we could just go back to Longsaddle. Yeah, there is the teleporting, uh, man, isn't there, that you guys used before? I mean, here in Neverwinter, uh, he's, he, however you guys came back with Neil. Yeah. Yeah. We walked. <laughs> Thousand League boots there? <laughs> I mean, it, it was a fast walk. It was a very uh, quick pace, but we walked. Okay, okay. Good to know. If Nick, we... what do you think? We need to find a way to prepare for what we actually have to do. I was kind of thinking the same thing. Like we, know, we, go... we know that my house is looking for me and Thrym. We now know that my house is looking for Cax and the Cube. My house is the problem. And rather than side-skirting everything, trying to find little bits and pieces here, I'd rather go straight to the source and cut it off, just like we were trying to do with the Whitecap gang. But you want, you want to go back to the Underdark, don't you? No. The last place I want to be is in the Underdark, but if that's where I have to go to end this, at least this part of it, that's what I would prefer to do, but I know we're not prepared for that. I think we should go to Leleon. Try to gather some more followers for Veyron there. Up to Tribor, gather more there. Hit the Redeemed Encampment. And then from there, we can decide what to do. I was I'm sorry, I, I, might, I might be failing to understand something here. So please enlighten me if if you would. Um, what the fuck are followers of Aaron gonna help us in combat? If we can bring them down with us and they empower Vayron himself with their belief, then we stand a much better chance. Okay, is Vayron gonna be fighting by our side against? Of course he is. Uh, he's gonna be in in the fray with us, right yes. there on the front line. Yes. And you're 100% positive of that. 100%. All right, call him up right now. Get him, get him here with us. Get him He's on the line. fighting with us. I want him here. Barbara, I need Vayr on line one. Get him here. Look, right now. If we want to go back to the Underdark, there... We don't exactly have an army, but maybe we, we have could... Have 
Maybe we could hire some of the drow mercenaries that already have knowledge of the encampment next to Mithril Hall and sneak in that way. I need arrows. No, that makes sense, actually. We could... Because if the drow have a force that isn't, you know, large enough to repel an army, it's just large enough to sit there and keep an eye on it. We could sneak in or, hell, even just barge our way in. I'd rather sneak through. Yeah, but if we like can get... the back door. If we can yeah, get... Views Neil and a couple other guys, because Views Neil said he was stationed there at one point. There might be a couple more that also were that know their way around. True. Hey DM, ready to play with like three NPCs at once? Oh God! <laughs> yeah, that's Ch just, that's Ch challenge mode activated. So instead of cracking your knuckles, you just got to crack your neck. <laughs> or there is the other thing we try and see how many of them actually do want to follow Veyron and. We go back to the redeemed encampment with them, and then we bolster the troops that way. It's probably the most surefire way. Neil told me that there's already followers of Vayron inside of the their group. And then we go back to if we want to go to the Underdark, we go back the way we came. Isn't that how they followed you out? No. Hmm. I also think it's. You know, it'd be good to get in there undetected. <laughs> but I think it's important to show to everyone in the Underdark that the times are changing. You know, if we marched in there with an army of drow and other redeemed and liberated the cities, put them under Varen's following, that would send a message. But there is also the thing, like you were telling me earlier, that... Bayron is almost ready to free Bjorn. Oh yeah, I only told you, uh, Nix. Um, uh, Bayron, I conversed with him last night. He's a couple steps away from getting a Bjorn, starting an operation to go get Bjorn, and we should be looking for an associate of his. He didn't give me any name or anything, so I assume the associate will find us. He is pretty good at that. Like when I woke up outside of Neverwinter and found you guys immediately. Yeah, 50-something years later. Yeah, but he timed it perfectly. Because if I was alive for those 50-something years, then I'd be 80-something. I'd be an old man. You're still an old man. Well, yeah, you but I've got You just spent 50 years in the ground. Well, yeah, doesn't but make I'm you any younger. prime of my life in the body, you know, and I'm going to flex. Are you? I just heard <laughs> half your bones crunch. That's the armor. Stop. <laughs> your armor crunches? No, it's just I thought the sound it was of, it's just thought... the sound of the plate going ting ting. It's not my bones. <laughs> not my bones. Plate mail is not made of plates. It's made of steel. Well, it doesn't why is crunch. It's the small ones that say the harshest words. Um. Are the uh, the drow still in the cafeteria? Uh, there are now three of them, yes. Alright. No this, no sight of Vuzniel, though. While this conversation is going on, Thrum kind of wants to... I'm not exactly sure how to do exactly what he wants to do. He kind of wants to just pay attention to see if 
any of them are paying a little more attention to this conversation than they should be. Uh, they, as far as you've been able to tell, especially with Vuzniel, uh, these guys seem to be very hyper-vigilant of their surroundings. Um, so you tell that the three of them are having a conversation, but they have that weird expert method of, like, arranging themselves so they can see the whole room and the exit. Um, so from just a glance up, you can tell they're facing towards you, but they seem like they're just conversing with each other, um, that they're not paying too close attention to what you guys are doing, just to, they want to know where everyone is at any given time. Okay. You know, it's shit like that that makes people think they're shady. Yeah, I know, right? I'm actually really good at doing that IRL. Same. <laughs> It's also why people think I'm shady. It's because I'm like, hmm, I wanted maximum vision of this room as well as the door. Well, I think as things stand currently, our next stop should probably be Long Saddle. Yeah, no matter what, Long Saddle is our next waypoint. Speak yeah. to the Archmage, see if there's any new information. Yeah, we can decide to go north or south from there. Kind of a good middle waypoint. Uh, yeah. I need to buy arrows. And then we could, we could before spend that, Cax needs to buy arrows. I should probably go preach to the drow, see if any of them are willing to join us. And let me get those last ten arrows out of your pack. I'll reach into the bag of holding and pull those out. Are and you surprised I remembered? Because I am. I'm not, but I actually think you have <laughs> 20. I still have um, written down you had 20. No. I, okay. I've been I've been keeping active track. All right, I'm, I must have missed one of the quivers you pulled out at some point. Yeah, All you right. like lost me 10. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. But yeah, I'll give those to you. The drow can march to the redeemed encampment on their own if we recruit them. I don't think we need to accompany them there. So we could recruit them and then head to Longside via portal. Oh, part of the problem is the redeemed encampment is... Not exactly known, so it wouldn't exactly be a place they would know. They're not going to find it on a map. We can point it out to them on a map, and I'm sure you guys could give them directions to it. Vuzniel is a smart guy, and with the Mark of the Redeemed, they'd definitely be let in. Maybe. I kind of feel like it might be better for, if we're going to win that, for us to show up with them. I mean, hell, a group of drow walking through the forest where a group of redeemed are, they're going to take notice. Yeah. If, if anything, the redeemed will find them. And quite possibly kill them all. They're looking for me and me and Nyx. They're definitely looking for them, too. Well, can't you guys communicate with one of them once a day? Could have sworn it was like a sentence or a couple words next 
I can send out a quick sentence once a day, but I'm beginning to wonder if I can trust the person it's connected to. What? Hey, maybe. He said he talked to Veyron, you talked to Veyron, maybe have Veyron talk to... I forget that that's, drow's name, but... That's what I was thinking as well, as we reached directly to Veyron have him talk to Gromph. Gromph, that's what it was. Not sure. I'm not so sure about Ilganoth. He's, uh... I don't know, I've been getting mixed responses on opinions of him. Feds are slimy bastards, as we both know. Right. Well, either way, it would take the drow time to march over to the encampment, so we would have plenty of time to get the message across. Yeah, this is just a shot in the dark, but from Neverwinter to the Redeemed Encampment, wouldn't that be like a month-long trek? Because they either have to go through the mountain range or around it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say a little less than a month if it was, like, progressive travel. So if they had to be cautious of stuff, it would take probably take about a month if they were cautious about their trek. By the way, Cax needs arrows. I, I, I could stand to buy some potions. Juritan gave me the funds for transport back to Long Saddle. So he's got that covered for us. I guess I'll go preach. And I mean, it's not like we can't get in contact with them per se. Yeah. Like we can have Archmage get in contact with his brother who can get in contact with Buse Neal and then... I mean, hell, if he can reach out to Veyron and you can reach out to Veyron, maybe I could or any of them could. You may not be able to have a conversation, but you could at least reach out in prayer. <laughs> so, I'll preach, you buy arrows and potions, and we'll meet at the portal place in two, three hours? Uh... I need, to, I need to buy armor. I'm getting tired of this shit. I feel that. Why do you think I got this? And I'm going to pat my armor. You see? Didn't crunch. <laughs> I'm preaching. And I'm going to walk out and head towards the docks. Okay. Is your head sunk just a little bit? No. My head is always held high. Because of the strapping on your helmet? Yeah. Yeah. His uh, neck guard doesn't let his head go down too well. You hear a little thud as, uh, as his forehead hits the inside of his helmet as he tries to drop his head, but he can't. <laughs> <laughs> as Key gets up, Thurm just looks at the table and goes, I'm going to stick with him. You two stick together. That way, if for some reason something goes wrong, there's two of us at any given point. And Jeriton did say he would give out Lokag, so it might not be a bad idea to have Lokag go with you guys. I think we'll be okay. 
We're really good at killing things fast. It's true. But Nyx is a little... Fragile? Gushy. I'm not. I know you're not. And I can I can force him to become invisible. It works. Alright. Stay safe, alright? I think he's talking to you. Talking to both of you. And I'll get up and catch up the key. Okay. Don't make me make you invisible. I'll have to kneecap you and then shove a potion of invisibility down your throat. It's not going to be pleasant for either one of us. Turn me invisible, I'll turn you into a frog. Hmm. Deal. Alright, so we can start with uh, Key and Thrym. So you're you're making your way down the docks, and you're looking for the uh, the drow workers there. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to gather them all. Okay. So I'll I'll combine that with. So you're you're just essentially doing a nice sermon and all that stuff. Yeah. Room. I right. need you to stack crates together so I can stand on something. <laughs> all right. As as once Thrym gets that done and Key is properly situated, Thrym is going to do something he never thought he would ever do, just because he's curious. Ooh. Thrym's going to try and reach out to Veyron. <laughs> Dude, like, I nearly right. choked on my water. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So I'd say for you, Thrym. He is, he is technically a follower, so yeah. I would say for the sake of you never doing this before, I would have you roll a religion with disadvantage. Okay. Because you're not entirely sure how to do it. But you're damn well gonna try. Well, that first one would have been nice. This one was going to be better. Hopefully. Uh, the second one was better. The second one would have been a dirty 20. The first one is a 17. 17. 16 and a 19. Not bad. So you close your eyes and the the kind of shouting and the and the the seagulls and there's a lot of distraction for you but you kind of filter it out you're you're kind of good at kind of taking that extraneous noise and just kind of putting it in a spot where it's not necessarily bothering you and you kind of reach out and you hear a voice you can still feel the warm sun on your shoulders But the rest of the noise fades. Well, this is a surprise. Thrym. Can't lie, didn't really think that was going to work. What is it I can help you with, my tall friend? I mean... Honestly, I was just 
curious to see if I could do this. This is weird. Indeed. I just... Well, to be honest, I'm just sitting in a chair doing nothing right now, so I'm not thinking about anything. And then I heard a little voice. And there you were. This is neat. Did Key relay my message to you? He did. Do you have, like, a possible timetable or someone we should be looking for? I am just waiting for a little spy of mine to get back to me. This little spy will happen to have the information on where exactly Bjorn's being kept in the demon web pits. And then at that point, it is really as simple as me connecting point A to point B and sending a team through. Well, I've never really been to the Demon Web Pips, so I don't know if one place looks like another, but I have seen whereabouts he is. Would that help? Potentially. I mean, I was under the impression that uh, you and yours would want to spearhead this. Oh yeah, I'm definitely coming. Good. But... Well, as soon as I have the location, I'll... S I've already told he I will send someone to fetch you and bring you to me. I'm just about done with the interesting decorations that I decided to put up around here, but I feel like you all will appreciate it. You get one of those chairs? No. Can I roll an insight check? <laughs> As you, like, start to ponder? Okay, look, I only got half a dozen. <laughs> I mean, you did look super comfortable in them. Oh, you you wouldn't believe. Like, it's like the weight is lifted off your body. I don't, I don't, I get the impression that the wood is some sort of enchanted plant. I don't know. I'll have to try one out at some point. I'll make sure you do when you visit. Well, if you'll excuse me, I have a few things to tend to. If yeah, there wasn't anything else. No, I was just honestly seeing if I could do it. Seeing if, like, if I could do it, if another one of your followers could do it as well. Rarely. I mean, all gods can usually hear and respond to their followers, unfortunately. When you get a little busy and a little more popular, uh, you tend to kind of bounce around and some attend, attempt to tend to them. Others ignore them completely. Obviously, for what we're doing, it is in my best interest to hear your group out whenever I can possibly get to you. That makes sense. You guys are going to be getting me back my general, after all. I wouldn't want to... Just ignore you whenever you gave me a call, I suppose. Well, if I find out anything useful, I'll let you know. I appreciate it. How's, uh, how's Nyx doing, by the way? A little confused, frustrated, but, you know, he's Nyx. 
Just trying to figure out where we're going next. What's the best move? I mean, if you've got any, like, place you'd prefer us to go. I am hoping that you guys will be able to glean more information when I find his location. You guys will essentially be going into the lair of the enemy, after all. Something tells me things will become more clear, especially if we can get Bjorn back. When we get Bjorn back. I'm sure he's heard a thing or two amongst whatever torments he's been inflicted. Yeah. Maybe that will glean where we should go next. I also... I'm hoping to get in touch with a few people over in that city Silvery Moon. But unfortunately, I'm having a hard time penetrating. I believe there's some sort of disturbance preventing me from reaching out to people there. I may have to send a few. Uh, yeah, you'll, you'll have to. We did a thing where we sent a couple decoys of me and Nex out. And they were, like, from Silvery Moon, and the caravan they were in were, was instantly attacked and destroyed by a bunch of drow. And Silvery Moon, like, set up a barrier so, like, people couldn't portal or really do anything magical-type stuff throughout the city. Wait, how did the decoys get destroyed? Uh, apparently, if I remember correctly, they went out and then... A bunch of globes of darkness appeared and then basically right onto this one cart and then it essentially like i don't know blew up like <laughs> they seriously did a shock and awe on that apparently i'm sorry so they had powerful priestesses just unleash hell upon the decoys that's see that's telling right there yeah, if it was worse. if it was anybody else they would have just sent assassins to quietly dispatch people in the darkness but like for them to brazenly attacks. attack something like that this is big this this tells me there's more to this there's more to this than just them looking for you. I'm just speaking from my stand of cockiness, but I get the impression Loth is a little concerned about you, gentlemen. I mean, you did suddenly become free from the fire plane after we escaped and then started destroying her stuff, so... I mean, if I was her, I'd be pissed. Two and two together. Well, anyway, keep up the good work. Keep an eye on Nyx, as usual. Oh, yeah. Make sure he stays on the up and up. Alright. I can definitely do that. I'll send someone to you as soon as I know anything. Yeah, looking forward to seeing them. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> and just as suddenly as that happens, it, it's strange. 
that the conversation just so pleasantly ended, and the sounds come back. You hear you hear the seagulls, you hear the dock workers, and you also hear uh, Key just rattling off his sermon. So I'll have you roll a performance check, Key. I don't actually have to perform a sermon this time. I don't don't have to. Uh, no, not if you not not this one. We kind of got okay. the big one out of the way. All right, all right, I, was I mean, if you want to, I'm more than happy to listen. But do you have one? I, I brainstormed something small, but I'll save it for for like an inspiration to the redeemed. <laughs> do I get advantage for being for having practiced preaching or? Ah, uh, no. Damn. It, it's just a flat roll. That's fair. That's fair. You're not that amazing at it yet. No, it's okay. I'm actually a fucking god because that's a twenty-one. Well, there you go. So you you see a lot of people you expected to have to like really win them over, right? And you 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 had gathered them all and and everything it was great. But as you start talking, you're getting almost these like acknowledgments, like, "Yep, oh yeah," and then as you know, more and more people tend to be, be get a little more vocal and then it's legit almost just like those like televangelists where everyone's like yep uh-huh that's right people are chiming in and immediately you know like a lot of these people have been worshiping veyron and you're just like you're fanning the flame at this point and you've you've got them like right where you want them when they're all agreeing, I want to get to the climax of the sermon, give them a vagrant call to arms, you know, tell them that there's armies of them ready to fight for the underground and fight for vagrant, just climax a sermon and see how they react. And they just start cheering, and they're, some of them are holding, like, tools in their hand and everything. Uh, Thrym, uh, roll a perception check. Okie dokie. Eighteen. 18. Why isn't my thing working? Um, it's going to be hard for the uh, for the listeners, but I'm going to I'm going to post the gif of exactly what you're seeing from a few of the people walking by. <laughs> Just seriously <laughs> looking around saying to themselves, "What the fuck is going on?" That's all I can, that's all I can think of when he's doing that. <laughs> Have I converted Vuzniel? Uh, Vuzniel is not there, but you've 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 got almost every Drow dock worker there. Um, right. as far as you know, Vuzniel still is like dozing away in <laughs> Juritan's office. Damn. I I do have to give them all the mark of the redeemed so you know me out comes the brand (laughs) (laughs) so over the next like half an hour you you ask them where they want it and you're just applying the brand and you are noticing this time it wasn't entirely apparent before that when you're done with the brand and you move on to the next person as they're like holding it up or they're showing their buddy next to them or whatever you are noticing it is glowing like your brand is is somehow applying the the magical effect that is required to to have it uh, glow and react under normal light. 
This definitely isn't going to my head or anything. No, no, not at all. All right, so you... What? A, what? So what is your... Do you have a standing order for them, or are you just telling them to just keep assume, on keeping on? I assume someone has a map somewhere. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. with Thrym there, I am going to give them directions to the redeemed encampment. Okay. The force marches there to bolster the troops. Sure. Okay. How many did I convert out of curiosity? Um, you would estimate out of the 25 or 30 or so that were there, there were about 11 of them that weren't like so like gung-ho, but by the end, they were all like pumped up as well. So you probably... I would say you've you have about twenty three or twenty four uh, that are ready to fucking go to war. Nice. I might have accidentally also broke the docking economy at Neverwinter, but that's kind of not my problem. So as, as you yeah as you uh, as you tell them where to go, and a lot of them begin talking to each other, and out comes this human from like a little shack over near the dock and he's like hey back to work back to work and you see two of them straight up give him the bird and a whole bunch of them begin to like walk off the docks turn to him and say we work for Varen and he just kind of like shifts his eyes back and forth like not knowing what to do he's just like okay and he goes back into his shack I'm gonna like catch that group that's walking off. And as I catch up to them, I'm gonna stop them. Tell them, don't tell anybody where you're going. And they all solemnly nod at you. And you hear a couple couple of them kind of chime in a little bit. Yeah, we'll do anything to get back at the spider bitch. We're we'll we'll go to our graves fighting for Veyron. And you you got our word. When, when you get there, ask for Gromp. Sure. <clears throat> and then I'll turn back and walk yeah, over this, to this, this is going to have... Di Dude, fucking Proprietor Jurgens would be pissed. Like, the economy is totally going to tank for a little bit until they find alternate workers for this, these docks, man. <laughs> I was going to say, like, as we were doing this, I'm like, no, wait a minute. If this is the dock workers and all of a sudden there's no dock workers... <laughs> Yeah, there's no couriers at all, dude. It's just the so so many ships are just getting crammed up there with no one to unload them and deliver shit. Dude, with one sermon, you shut down Amazon. <laughs> Let's <much>. go. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna walk back up to Key, and when he's finally like alone, I'm just gonna lean down and be like, "I just talked to Veyron." Fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. Like, first try? When'd you do yeah. it? Well, after I set up that little thing and you got up and started preaching, I missed 90% of your sermon because I was talking to him. Holy shit. This is huge. This is fantastic. This is great. Oh, man. Ah, oh, dude. Loth doesn't stand a chance if we're all 
true followers. This is over. This is over. This is over before it began. Let's hope. Consider her fate like the doc, like the doc's economy here. It's crashing. Yeah. <laughs> not sure that's a great thing, but not really our problem. Yeah. Let, let's let's go to the portal and wait for uh, Nick's and uh, Nick's and Cax. We, you know, we we've done what we came to do. So we'll head over to the. I have that name written down somewhere. The Rusty Cup, I think it was. Yeah, and we're looking for the Goblin. I don't know that, but I do remember it from Meta. Ah, no, it's the Shining Beacon. Yeah. We're looking for Krang. I took notes. Hey! <laughs> At least one of us did. I'm so proud. I'm very sad I didn't convert Boosneel. Um, Alright, so... On to my, my, my shopping, boys. So we can pretty quickly... Uh, do you guys... So you're looking for arrows, correct? Arrows and armor. Arrows and armor. So I'd say... For the for the sake of our... Our timing here, we can just go ahead and very quickly... Uh, shift through that. The average cost of arrows is like one gold for 20 of them. Oh, uh, by 40... Cool. And then uh what were you looking at for for armor? Um I wanted to pick up uh preferably something enchanted again, but also not take another hit to my AC. Um so like an enchanted studded leather. If there's anything, otherwise I'm just going with a regular studded leather. I'm getting rid of this shit. Okay. I'd say for the sake that I'm not prepared for that tonight, I'd say for now, and we can we can discuss it uh, later on, because you guys do have money to burn. So, um, for now, throw down that you'll pick up some studded leather, and then you and I can get together and figure it, because I'm sure before we get into any more crazy combat, that uh, you and I can find a uh, a nice, happy spot for that. So 12 plus your decks. Because originally you were just regular leather, right? Yeah, initially, initially I had studded leather. And then we swapped me out to that enchanted yep. leather mm -hmm. that took Reduced three away your... from piercing or slashing yeah. or whatever. And it's it's cost me more damage than uh, at this point than it saved me from. Probably, yeah. So yeah, that studded leather currently just uh, jot down in your notes somewhere. Like uh, currently, forty-five gold pieces. I'll just go with the standard. Sounds good. Um, and over to our boy Nix. Two things. Yeah. Potions. Okay. Scrolls. Potions and scrolls. I know exactly where to go to get them, and if I remember correctly, the Shopkeep for the potion store is a tiefling. Yes. Yes. So I, I would say um, not to totally end our session on a very anticlimactic moment like we like to, um, but for the sake of our, our shopping boys getting what they want and for me to give you guys something comparable instead of just uh, 
basic shite. Uh, why don't we end our session here? Um, and I'll get together with both you guys to like really get some good custom shit going. Especially if you're replacing enchanted armor to non-enchanted armor, it's kind of kind of rough. Um, and then I can also give you Nyx a uh, uh, a nice selection of scrolls. At, at this point, I might uh, I'll look into. Honestly, you could probably just like we did with like the magic items, probably just let you have at it with like first and second, and then a handful of like third and fourth level scrolls, if that's what you were into. But it is precisely 2.30 for us all, so if you guys are good with this stopping off point. No, I want to negotiate. Don't take this away from me. <laughs> Kidding. But, cool. Sweet. That was fun. That was, it was nice to get back in the fold again. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you, ta- gods. if you take our wolf puppy away from us, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> God.